Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, unreal. We recording. What is up, Gypsy Gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Smacking it up. We've got uh, a banger for you today. We've got some bangers coming up next week. And uh, yeah, prepare some mash. That's all I've got to say. I like that one, Ronan. Yeah, it's unreal, eh? Um, today on the podcast is a gentleman by the name of Nick Kappa. Nick is a stand-up comedian uh, based in Melbourne. He was up on the Gold Coast doing some shows, and uh, we sat down for a chat. If you followed the podcast for a while, you know that I love when I get a chance to sit down with comedians. They just really get the whole podcast thing. They just know what's going on. You sit down, you don't know what you're going to talk about. You lock yourself in for three hours and you see what you come up with. I really enjoyed this one. Nick is a huge motorcycle fan. Uh, He has owned a lot of bikes in the past. We sort of dug down memory lane uh, in some retro bikes and uh, yeah, had an awesome chat. Great dude and I hope you all enjoy this one. Uh, Just before we get going though, got to give a shout out to the guys at MX Store and it's also a little bit of a reminder. I've actually got a couple of things to go and pick up on my Friday afternoon for our ride tomorrow at QMP. Uh, I've got a quad lock for the new Ducati uh, and some new gear. Pretty frothing on new gear, actually. Popping tags is my shit. Uh, you can head to mxstore.com.au, and if you order before 2 p.m. on a weekday, you can get that. <coughs> you can get that same day shipping. Uh, these guys just have everything, literally everything. No matter whether you need a chain breaker, new set of Tech 10 boots, uh, mud scraper for your mud guards. Uh, tear-offs for Ronan. Uh, he needs a lot of those when he's riding with me. Um, actually, he's cleaned them out of tear-offs. Um, but yeah, so you get the drift. You can pretty much get anything you want for your dirt bike from mxstore.com.au. We're also brought to you by the guys at Boost. By the guys and girls at Boost Mobile. I shouldn't say guys. Guys and girls. They've got an awesome team there. Uh, boost.com.au for basically the best data and mobile provider in Australia. They're on the full Telstra 4G network. They're the only other prepaid provider. Uh, switching your number over takes about five minutes. So if you are in one of those terrible locked-in contracts with one of the other service providers, clip that, get on Boost, keep your number. Happy days. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Rival Inc. 
Uh, new gear means New Jersey prints. Uh, you might have seen my story last night. Sammy went and got his jersey all factoried up. And I feel like that's probably... If you want to look cool, here's what you do. You go to Rival and you get your jersey print. Put your name, put your number, put some logos on there. They got the Gypsy Tales logo. You can chuck that on there if you want. Uh, and look, that's just one way to stand out at the track. I honestly feel naked these days if I just run stock plane gear with no with no, uh, with no no number. So a little bit of a hot tip there. Rivalinkdesigncode.com. Pump in the code Gypsy Tales to get 15% off. Uh, we're also brought to you by Fist Handwear. You can head to fisthandwear.com.au. Uh, their gloves, obviously insane. I've been running the breezes and, uh, they're by far and away my favorite gloves. Uh, we've got our Gypsy Tales collab as well. You can get that at our website, gypsytales.com. Uh, but if you think our gloves suck, uh, and you just want normal fist ones, that's fine too. Fisthandwear.com.au. Pump in the code a Gypsy Tales for 15% off. Uh, and we're also brought to you by the guys at Dixon Quality, dixonquality.com.au. AU4 hands down the best flannels in the game. Uh, Sammy's been killing it with Dixon, the whole team there. They've really been pumping out some awesome stuff. They've got some great collabs in the works, so make sure you follow uh, the Australian Instagram as well to stay up to date for the Aussie collabs that they've got coming. Uh, and finally, the guys at Cricks Tweed, you can head to crickstweed.com.au. Uh, any new or used vehicle there, those guys are going to be able to help you out. They've got a crazy range. Uh, their after-sales servicing is amazing as well. Uh, Cricks.com.au. Ask for Kyle. Uh, enjoy this episode. It's been another big week of podcasts from us here at Gypsy Tales. We love what we do, uh, and we're very stoked that you guys listen. Thank you so much. Enjoy Chapter 144 with Nick Kappa. Gang, Gypsy. Gang, and they come and get Gypsy. Gypsy. Nick Kappa, and just like that, the Gypsy Tales podcast is underway. Yes, underway, man. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's yeah, so man. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I was just telling you, yeah, I found your podcast through Kidgel uh, a year or two ago, and man, I've just like, yeah, it's relived all my childhood dreams, you know? Like, yeah, it's so fun. great. It's funny. Um, I'll pull this a tiny bit closer, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more. Oh, a little, little bit more? Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you, you wouldn't think I'd do this for a living or anything. <laughs> I know, I, I know. Um, yeah, it's funny, like, the I, I didn't know when I started this, like, the crossover of people that were into dirt bikes. And I guess it's just, like, one of those things that every kid, when, when you are literally just, like, a, a tiny fucking child yeah you're every kid is into dirt bikes i don't know why it's just like the coolest thing and it's just brought all of these random people to the podcast man yeah exactly like i don't know what because I, I i grew up on a farm near yeah. gundawindi around like maury area in this tiny place called Boomai, and uh i i don't know there was no motorbike attraction everyone had motorbikes like quad runners and everything but i remember one time i said to my dad i don't know what came into my head i don't know how i got it in there but i was like i want a motorbike and he's like if you get good grades i'll get you a motorbike and uh yeah i i got good grades and then he bought me um like off from the farm he worked on he bought me an old 82 model xt250 it was yeah, way too big yeah I was way say, that's a big bike <laughs> yeah, way too heavy for me but man i loved it i love riding it it was so good taught me all the 
you know the the uh, the basics of a motorcycle you know like kicking it over yeah you know picking it up you know oh man it was the best like i used to do big airs on it as well like just hit it i was i was a bit of a you know i i didn't care about consequences or anything i yeah. just i just hit the hit the jumps man it, on the big on the cotton farm the big channel banks everything and then it just started from there man I, my dad never really bought me any gifts but for Christmas um, that year, he bought me uh, Krusty Demons of Dirt too. No shit. And then my brother and I, we was it was all about motorbikes. Every when when magazines each month, Australasian Dirt Bike Magazine. Yeah. Um, I forget the uh, motocross action, the yeah, American yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Jody Wessel or whatever his name oh, is. Oh man, and that's why I'm so excited to come on here, man, because I just want to talk. Motor- I'm, I'm a bit older than you. I think you were. Well, you're around thirty something, I'm right? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Well, yeah, I'm thirty-eight. So yeah. we're kind of in the same era, like, yeah. you know, um, man, just all the all the heroes. Jeff Emig, you know, yeah. he was my favorite. Jeremy McGrath, you know, yeah. reading like inspirational stories about those guys insane how like jeremy mcgraw was just naturally gifted like yeah. kevin windham used to work so hard he wouldn't eat anything bad and then he looked across from him and everyone everyone wants jeremy mcgraw's autograph and he's eating fucking chocolate biscuits yeah you know yeah. he's just like this fat little kid <laughs> just yeah. crushing it you know it was man it was the best you know and even like just it blew my mind like seeing um that you interviewed ricky carmichael and chad yeah, reed yeah. you know that's like the dream you know that's that was a dream i remember i remember a kid i knew knew chad reed and he was like man the guy's crazy he's nuts he he's sleeping on couches in fucking new zealand yeah you know yeah. what i mean he, he's, his parents sold their house or something they had to live in a caravan just so he could race man just and then just seeing seeing how humble he is and how cool he is like yeah. now you know is just like yeah this it, is a dream man it's crazy a dude like chad yeah they like grow up in curry curry yeah like tiny town and then to make it to the stage that he has and i think that's why like i don't know that uh, maybe that's the appeal of dirt bikes is it's like the easiest form of motorsport that you can get into so it's probably the thing that like hampers it as well or like handicaps it in a way is that like it is so just like ground floor grassroots as as like low entry point as it gets and these families, like the Lawrence brothers, like are you familiar with the the Lawrence brothers right now? Um, no, no, man. No. Yeah, so, so they're, they're new. They're, yeah, they're so they're new. two young kids. Um, yeah, right. Jet's seventeen, yeah. and he just won his first Supercross this season. Man, in America, like Red Bull athlete, and his, so his family, they're from the sunny coast, and they literally sold everything they had to move to Europe when. Uh, Hunter, the older brother. So the older brother is, they both ride for HRC. Both lights riders for Honda Racing in America. And yeah, when they were 15, when Hunter was 15, I think Jet was like 13 or 12, they moved to Europe and just like lived in Europe, didn't know the language. And and then they went from Europe now to America. So it's just like, I, I don't know, motocross and supercross just give families who can like barely afford to go racing like yeah. that gives them a shot to make it big you know because you kind of can't do that in a lot of other sports but also man it's the endorphins you know yeah. like not to put down four-wheel driving or whatever but like i see all these guys with these big four-wheel drives and my dad and i were riding around the other day my dad lives at uh my mum and dad live at sandstone point they just moved there they're retired now yeah but my dad's got like a bmw 1200 like gs yeah, adventure bike, yeah, yeah yeah and he's got a bmw 650 adventure bike yeah and man i i got on this 1200 i'm a bit stronger now like i've been going to the gym and stuff so i can throw it around a bit but i was just like 
Nothing provides more endorphins is when you come out of a corner yeah. and you've got it in first gear and then you click it into second gear and it hits that like peak of the second gear yeah. and then the back wheel slides out and you're still on the pegs. Yeah. Man, that's if you don't experience that, you're fucking missing out. Like yeah. I don't care, you know what I mean? Like four driving, who cares? Like anyone that gets to experience that second gear out of the corner yeah. roost. Yeah they're hooked it's it's so good man the endorphins it's beautiful you know? it, it only takes like one it's it's kind of like i mean golf's the same you know like you can play a whole round of golf yeah. and play fucking terrible and you yeah. have like one good shot and it can make your whole day yeah, yeah but yeah. motos like that like we rode last saturday at yeah. qmp and there was like this one turn and we were like trying to film some clips throughout vlog yeah. and then i just went in and i was uh come in kept my foot on the pegs and then i like normally would be taking my foot off around the inside but this this time like i took it off for like half a second and the balance was just perfect yeah. didn't even need so i just put it back on just boy oh, just hooked in and, and out and it was just like that one turn that i just got so right i'm like oh well fuck i can go home now like that was insane <laughs> yeah man it's so good like uh dad was i think he was he's never really uh he never really gives compliments or anything like that but yeah, we were just flying around. I was just like the twelve hundred is such a beast. Like it's yeah, they're a cool bike. Yeah, like they they weigh like two hundred kilos, but yeah. the the engine I never. It's like riding a two stroke. Like yeah. I used to have a CR two fifty. It's like you can actually gas a two hundred kilo motorbike over a pothole. Like that's how much power this thing's got. Oh, dude, they're no joke. <laughs> it's so fun. Have you have you done much riding recently? Like, would that be the main riding that you've done on one of those things? Yeah, man. Well, I had a um, I, my my all my mates in Gundawindi have got motorbikes, and uh, I was riding Dad's GS six fifty. We do a, like a border bunch ride where we because yeah. we're, we're all from the border, and we t- do a big ride. But I recently, man, two weeks ago, just bought an XT six hundred. Oh, sick! Yeah, I'm. I'm so pumped, man. It's um like uh Brett Blake. He's another comedian. Yeah. Um, we've got a, a podcast called Flat Stick where we just talk about motorbikes and Fords. You know. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, because we love the Ford, the Ford Falcon. You know, the yeah. EF. Yeah. He re- he reckons the EB isn't going to be a classic, but I, I reckon the EB will be a classic. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all we do is talk about the beauty of the DR650. But I kind of I wanted something with a bit more bottom end power, so I saw this kind of piece of shit XT600, and the dude's like look you will have to do a bit of work on it yeah but this thing's got some bottom end grunt you know like i wanted to get an xr 600 yeah that's a really good bike um but they're expensive now you know and my dad had one and i used to fly around on that a couple of years ago but then uh yeah so this is the first bike i've bought in a while and i'm i'm so pumped when i get back to melbourne and ride it man you know it's just yeah, and, and uh, Brett's got a DR650, so yeah, we're really keen. I'd, I'd rather, like, I see you guys, like, I follow you on Instagram, like, kind of shit, and I see you guys, like, flying around the tracks. I'd much rather do that, but I live in Melbourne. I can't buy a Ute. I can't, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. i got to stick with fat old adventure bikes, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, honestly, like, it, it's a fuck around. I mean, yeah, we're, yeah. we're looking for, like, land that we can get so that we yeah. can have our own track somewhere because like yeah. it does it's fucking annoying to <laughs> like, i live in an apartment so yeah. like last night i was changing my chain and sprockets at eight o'clock and my fucking bike was still dirty so i'm like <laughs> setting up a gurney in this apartment building and i'm like <laughs> and i'm cleaning the rear i was just like fuck oh, we really need to sort this out because riding is a bit of a fuck around it's definitely a project yeah man yeah yeah we we're like uh i don't know it is a weird because you do like humans I don't know, growing up on a farm and stuff, I didn't w- like rough roads. Like, one of my mates took me four-wheel driving 
And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what's this? And he's like, when does it when does it start? Do we do jumps and shit? And he's like, no, this is it. I was like, what, you just drive on a shit road? And I'm like, <laughs> this is what I wanted to avoid. You know, like, what, what's this? But then I, I'm, I, I don't want to bag it out because I get the same way on you know, my dad and I when we're riding. Um, we just we just start at Sandstone Point and then we just rode, rode to the Glasshouse Mountains. Yeah, yeah. Just all forest tracks, just all dirt. Yeah. Just It's beautiful hauling. through there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's perfect for a 1200 because the worst thing about that bike is it's so heavy and it's such a it's just a big ice skate when you stop yeah like you just slide yeah so if you can see in front of you the further you can see in front of you the more you can gas it yeah because then yeah. you go oh yeah okay i'm coming in that corner you know yeah there's no pulling those things up quick no 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 way man no so we yeah. saw a we saw a bunch of dudes on um there was like that bmw 1200 and then a bunch of the big ktms because we rode oh, up cape yeah. york last year Oh yeah, I heard that's the best ride ever, Dude, man. Dude, it's insane. We're doing it again this year in October, oh. and um, so I just rode, I rode a uh, unregistered KTM 450 motocross oh, bike sick. with motocross gearing. It was fucking torture. <laughs> I just like <laughs> just just in neutral the whole time. Oh man, it was <laughs> fuck. Dude, there were some days where like you'd get 45 minutes to the tank, and like well, I just had to wait 15 minutes for the car to catch up. <laughs> fill me up with fuel and then go again so just all day it was like five times that happened i was like this is fucking torture but um but yeah we saw a bunch of dudes on those those bmw 1200s and and uh the big ktms and like man a lot of bike like there were some sections especially like near the, in the jardine river national park yeah where it's just like deep 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 sand and you can only ride in like the wheel ruts of the four-wheel drives that go through yeah. so there's just like a four-wheel drive track that's been there forever and um man i just could not picture riding one of those big fuckers through all that yeah like we i went a bit too daredevil like we'd always go you know gullies and stuff my, yeah, my yeah. dad and i would always walk down and check it out but it kind of became not fun after a while because we're like man if this 1200 is bottom at this gully like we'll have to just leave it there yeah, yeah. like there's no way yeah. no, nothing's coming in there yeah. we don't know anyone with a four-wheel drive good enough to come in here and pull it out you know yeah um but it was it was so cool because dad was like i i don't think anyone will believe that you rode that through there you know it's just because i don't know i guess i rode it i was that excited to get on a bike yeah and just that I don't know, I guess just adrenaline filled it. It, it no longer was a 1200 anymore. It was yeah, like yeah. a CR. Like I was just, one time I stuck my leg out for the corner because I was just so excited to get, yeah. to get back to the main road, you know, because we're just going through those deep four-wheel drive ruts and stuff. But yeah, it was awesome, man. It's such, such a great feeling, you know? Yeah, no, you are right. It's so cool too. Like uh, I, not like take it for granted, but yeah. you know when you ride so much, like when when you come across someone like you, that's just got like that moto froth, like just full oh. full on froth. You're like, yeah, this is it is a sick thing to do. Man, it's so cool because yeah, talking about those KDMs, you know, like that's that's the perfect bike, that KDM six ninety. Yeah, that's like because it looks like motocross. Can you, know, you pull it up? Can you pull it up? I've never really had that good of a look at them, eh? Man, just stock, they look sick, like crazy. I feel uh, like adventure riding yeah, look is at, oh dude that is pretty sick huh? like because that's an adventure bike but it looks it looks motocross you know D go to the I think go to that's, the one with the, yeah, the dirt tires yeah yeah the one with the yeah I think that's yeah. the different model where it's just like it rips Enduro, man uh, because usually the um the 690s you know usually you get to your adventure bikes like the DR650 or whatever yeah they're a bit they're a bit low on the bottom end but this what's thing what's that one down there Ronan 
Oh the man, fairing and shit on it. it looks like nah, keep going across. Yeah, that's like the rally yeah, yeah, kit. Yeah. Oh damn. Oh, wh- yeah, yeah, that thing is pretty sick. Yeah, my mate uh, in Gundam Windy, his dad's got a six ninety and a twelve hundred um, KTM. Yeah. So do they do a tw- They do a twelve hundred in one of them, eh? I think it's a twelve hundred or eleven hundred. I could be wrong. I could be. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that might be the super. Nah, Duke. That's yeah. a road one. They're a sick bike. Man. Yeah. 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 There we go. Adventure. Yeah, and it's just so like, yeah. They're the ones that we were seeing, and I was just like, out. "Fuck, man, that thing looks too big." Yeah, yeah, they're too big. That, but yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on the kind of riding that you're doing. But that six ninety one, that looks like a good Cape York bike. Man, yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be perfect for that kind of thing. And the, the but my dream is, man, my dad's got you know the Beamer twelve hundred. Yeah, my dream is to like yeah, get so rich sick. buy him buy him the new one because yeah. like Germany. You know, in Germany, the BMW factory, they just apparently said to the engineers, we want um, 20 kilos stripped off it. And we want, I don't know, 40, I don't know, I forget how they measure it. Like, Dad's, Dad said it's got 40% more horsepower than his. Wow. The new ones. And and I want to get his old one. Yeah. And then just make it motocross. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you uh, do people do, like, conversions on them to, like... I haven't fully researched. I have seen. I've seen people turn them into like, um, you know, scramblers. Yeah, which yeah, is sick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I would love to do something like that. But yeah, because it's such a pig to ride. Yeah. And then my my brother used to have a uh, an XR six hundred and fifty. Yeah. Which was, and I would get I would get off the twelve hundred, jump on the six hundred and fifty, and it just the six hundred and fifty felt like a missile. Yeah. Like I felt like I was untouchable. Like I was like, fuck, just you know on the back wheel just like oh my god i can turn corners this yeah, is amazing yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the ultimate dream man you know that's why i love coming coming to the gold coast because like yeah i'm chasing the dream in melbourne or whatever you know whatever i don't i don't care what i'm doing but it, you come to the gold coast and people are like yeah well i just do my job for 50 hours a week yeah but then i just have my own personal playground you know yeah. like, okay i've got this i've got this many rigs i can yeah I, you know, you, you see the coolest hotted up cars here, you know, or, and the coolest hotted up bikes. But in like Melbourne, people are like, yeah, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'll- it kind of does feel like that a lot in those <laughs> yeah. big cities. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But here we just like, I just think it's like a space thing here. Yeah. Like we've just got a lot more space to do shit and a lot less people. Yeah, man. And the Gold Coast is like, it's loose. You know, you come here. It's cool seeing guys like you because I think the Gold Coast used to be a place where people weren't making um, opportunities. Mm. You know, it wasn't a place where people would make opportunities. It seemed like culture had kind of stood to a standstill. But then you got guys, I see, you know, guys like you and Harry Bink and, yeah. you know, all those guys you're kind of affiliated with. Um, and you guys are making something here. You're making a community. You're making, yeah. you're making like Dusty Rich, who yeah. you interviewed, man, that, that guy's like... Oh, have you met Dusty? Man, I performed with him a lot. Um, oh, that's awesome. I, I just did his circus show. Oh, sick. Okay. Um, he's like, you know, he's t- totally underrated. He, the guy's he a genius. Is, huh? You know, all that stuff is... He, he He's starting a community. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I love. Like, imagine living here. Like, it's a lot cheaper than... Besides, you know, near the beach. But yeah. it's a lot cheaper than Melbourne. If, if you live out of fucking... 
Helen's Vale or whatever or Bow Desert or some shit yeah. you've got everything to yourself and you just drive to the beach in one hour yeah. and then you can still get loose at a club or yeah. whatever you know there's no metal clubs here which is unfortunate or rock and roll like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know. but you know yeah I'll dance a techno if they want me to I guess I don't know <laughs> a bit of sandstorm yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah you are right man like it's funny people have been saying more and more uh over the like definitely over the last few months like fuck you guys have like really got your own thing going on like yeah we got you know like my brother's here with his agency and then he's got like toby price jack miller jack doing like a bunch of um like Chaz monster some v8 guys so like they're a lot of the v8 supercar dudes are here now and they were yeah. in melbourne um and then you've got like sammy from fist and yeah. then all of the the like the two dudes that are going to the Olympics for Australia for BMX, they're on the Gold Coast now. Yeah, you got Harry and that whole scene, um, and then yeah, like Dusty with the comedy stuff. So I really think we are starting to create our own little culture. And the cool part too is that now I think we're all getting big enough to where like we don't really need anybody's no like help. Like we can literally dictate our own terms that we're running shit on and i think it yeah i think it is pretty cool what's actually starting to happen it's very inspirational man like it's so cool because you guys you guys got to fight for what you want like mm. all this you have to fight for you know like if someone told me that i'd be on a podcast on the gold coast two years ago i'd be like fuck off yeah like yeah. i don't want to know about it like yeah. a, a podcast on the gold coast well what's it about thick shakes or some <laughs> shit you know yeah, yeah but like now i'm like whoa i can learn from this guy you know because you've had to fight you've you've had every person you've probably met on the gold coast would have been like before you did this were like what's a podcast like yeah, what are you dude. doing like why 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 haven't you got a hammer yeah like what do you <laughs> yeah. well it's funny you say that man like, i feel like that, why i love having comedians on like yourself yeah. and like luke and dusty and, and lewis is that i feel like you guys are a student of the podcast game yeah and you know what a podcast can actually be like and it's not an interview and i've always tried to have my that style and i've tried i feel like there's guests that come on and I'm literally educating them like this is how this is going to go and yeah. it's going to be cool but you just got to trust me you know and uh, and I think it's like slowly starting to come around but yeah fuck dude when I started like there was people didn't really know what a podcast was and I, it's honestly I think it's only just been really recently that people even uh, I don't know because I feel like the shit gets to a point where it's like oh okay that's a thing now yeah and it's not like a yeah come here you know come and go type of deal oh man yeah people like yeah a you probably feel like that as a comedian podcasts podcasts for a lot of work man and it's the, probably the most feedback i've had about anything like i've been doing stand-up for 12 years yeah i, I, I love it um i probably got to be a bit smarter about it now like I, I, i'm tired of only only you know up until a month or two ago i was like i'm, t I'm tired of sleeping on couches i'm tired of you know yeah I'm, I'm tired of working for a couple of hundred bucks a night i just kind of would like to stay in melbourne and do my own thing you know yeah um you know i'm getting engaged and all that kind of shit but like the um you know so you got to be a bit responsible and be a bit smarter the way you work yeah um but like the like uh we started my friend mike g and i just started a podcast a couple of years ago and man people are far more engaged than my my stand-up you know mm. and it's a lot uh, like stand-up is a lot of hard work it's a lot of like fucking humiliation and Dude, rejection yeah. and it's 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 hard work but the but the highs are whoa you yeah, know it's like yeah, yeah. crawling through the desert for heroin you know yeah, you get yeah. to the other side you're like yes yeah you know whereas like podcast people you, you can kind of keep it and as long as you're consistent as long as you keep it out 
people fall in love with it people are just like yeah man you know like yeah and we we were lucky because our like uh, we do a podcast called the phone hacks yeah and what we do is we just hack each other's phones and go through each other's phones and we got a guest we'll Fuck, get that's we'll, awesome we'll get you on sometime man yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's terrifying um i've my i'm dead my soul is dead now like <laughs> after doing it for three years like yeah. you know because we get like one time mike got me to text my my uncle like i had a dream we 69'd you know all that kind of shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did we made luke kidgel uh post that he like a real emotional post like yeah, yeah. i went around the markets and i realized i love my girlfriend and all this shit <laughs> <laughs> and we also got in a post that he needed a job that he's like oh man i i know i'm a pretty big podcaster and youtube guy but yeah i if anyone's got any cash work that'd be great <laughs> and uh yeah that was that was good man but now uh we got, we got in with a good concept and a good time like yeah. three years ago or whatever but i would hate to get into it now because yeah. everyone's doing it yeah and everyone thinks it's not much work they're like oh you just got to talk on the on the microphone you're like nah you got to be like bam bam you got to be cons- you got to c- sometimes man i've i've heard some of your your things and you get guys from motorsports that aren't good at talking yeah and yeah. it's your job to make them good at talking and i i hear you sometimes like going all right let's work around this okay that's not good dead end there and they're not bad people oh they're yeah. just not used to it you yeah. know so it's so cool fucking yeah seeing like doing a podcast myself listening to you going uh yeah um oh yeah fuck he's, well the, he's the, really wor- the worst part too is that so what you have to do and i don't like i don't know that people understand yeah, yeah. The, like when someone's not really talking then i've got to talk yeah and then <laughs> i've got to talk about my own experiences and i've got to do go into like my own like vault yeah to try and then encourage another story another you know what i mean but then so like the problem is i'm like falling on the sword when i do that because then people like fuck all you do is talk about yourself yeah yeah. and it's like well i literally just sit there and go like yep yeah 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 sometimes uh mike just looks at me like when we've got a guest and i'm like trying to fill the space so i'm like oh yeah i remember when uh Mm. you know my you know, my grandfather's a policeman and he put his foot through a man's chest. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it, as you're saying the story, you're like, oh, please, please. Help we always me. get there. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll, he'll jump. He's like, okay, I can see you struggling good, yeah. you know. But it's so funny, man, because we take, you know, our podcast quite seriously. We fucking you know we like we're comedians we want to be yeah. like bam 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 but it's so funny man because sometimes i listen to you and you're just like scrolling or you go for a piss and just yeah. leave the guy there to talk on the phone i'm like can't wouldn't you just fucking edit this out well that like, actually punchy. that actually was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> i thought i did but I like i like oh, really? sa- i saved the wrong file so like i did it and then i saved it and then i uploaded the wrong one so that was just that was on me but also luke think i'm sorry man. <laughs> oh man no that was a great app and but, i had so many people message me about that that was fucking funny but that was a but, the, but things like that or just scrolling on the tv and you're just talking about shit yeah it's a holiday for me yeah because like i i wouldn't do that on you know what i mean on mine yeah, or whatever sometimes yeah. we do well how long do you guys go for only an hour yeah, yeah. Okay. and we just like it's got to be punchy it's hot hi- yeah highly adrenaline uh based because yeah, we're yeah. going through each other's have phones. you got like clips and stuff on youtube of it yeah man yeah yeah i want to watch something, uh man. the phone hacks podcast um 
I want to watch we some, did, I want some context. We didn't, uh, if, if you go... Just the, type in Phone Hacks Podcast. Yeah, the Phone Hacks Podcast. See, this stuff like this, this is great. Because <laughs> this is all dead air. But you make it work. Um, oh, it's uh, C-A-P-P-E-R. And, and probably just... Just type in just phone, phone Hacks Podcast. Yeah, the Phone Hacks Podcast. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a video here. I don't know if it does much justice. We made it pretty poorly. Hit subscribe, please, Ronan. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, but we had... Uh, yeah, we've got like... Uh, those are... Um, Wait, you had Ari Shafir on? Yeah, yeah. He's a what? he's a good friend of mine. I was on his podcast. No shit. Yeah, he's a, he's a crazy guy. You know, he... Uh, what? Play that, play that clip with Ari, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So this is pretty, this is pretty weird, right? Bit of contest, bit of context. Now put it up, turn it up. So for those listening, Ari Shafir is one of like the bigger comedians in the world. Celebrity or a random on Instagram? Capper, what uh, do you got for me? Um, let me see. Oh, this is fucking awesome. Uh, I've got a good one for you. Yeah, great. So I got a I got a good one, Mike. Um, so I don't know. There's a uh, a good a comedian I've done a podcast with a few times. A really big comic in a in Australia. Called I bagged you out about Lee. dead air, but man, I'm dead air oh, and yeah. huge here. And, uh, <laughs> I'm really fucking Mike, this up. You did a a tweet um, a while in isolation. I'm well, he did a tweet, and it said. Um, sorry. Oh, I he put up a challenge. You know how people are yeah. doing all those challenge bullshit things. Yeah. He was like, if you can hit a tennis ball on one side of your house and then run through your house and catch it on the other side, you win this challenge. <laughs> and he fucking hits the tennis ball and then this runs is Andy through Lee, his right? mansion and then catches it before landing in his infinity pool, right? <laughs> and so I fucking, I retweeted it and I was like, oh, what a fun challenge for everyone. Run through your mansion and catch a tennis ball. You know, like we can all relate. And then... um yeah, so that's what you're talking yeah, about. So yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll share. Wait, did he I'll really sh- do it? That was set up. No, he, yeah, he, he did he, it. He, re- he really did it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a what? it's a pr- yeah. So that's the uh, and then then Mike did this uh, kind of you know got it. It got some great traction. It was real funny. Um, but man, I thought I've taken this screenshot and I'm gonna email it to you. Yeah. Um. So what are you getting and, to do here? Uh, you have to say to him, send oh, him yeah. this screenshot. Yeah. And just go, um, sorry, I got it here. Uh, I'm sorry I did this tweet. Uh, I did not mean for it to burn any bridges. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stay funny. <laughs> so you have a screenshot of the tweet and you want me to send him a private apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry I did this tweet. It was only a joke and I did not mean for it to burn any bridges. Stay funny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we got um because it's also gonna be like oh these fucking idiots i don't care yeah yeah he, he doesn't Why care that burn bridges? you're just trying to get to know me <laughs> yeah. and he's like what did you get two retweets 70 likes oh fuck it <laughs> yeah. what a man that is pretty fucking funny pause that running oh man yeah so it was it was really funny because yeah andy lee yeah uh, responded um, what he and saying? he's like, um, and he responded and said, um, yeah, whatever, mate, you know, like just thought it was a funny thing. Yeah. And then um, he, he, then he wrote to me and said, hey, man, I'll come on the podcast. Really? So Andy Lee came on. No And shit. Mike didn't know. So 
he's done this fucking narky tweet like oh i'm in my mansion and now they're good friends no like, way yeah, now they like play because they play tennis they both play t- <laughs> that's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah it's so weird man so we got ari shafir on that episode to tweet uh what did we get him to tweet we got him to do this tweet that was insane like yeah. it, we got him to do this tweet about um paul walker dying or something like that like and it was fucked man yeah and people went bananas yeah 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 yeah. um because he was in trouble over the he tweeted this tweet about kobe bryant what did uh, he say um oh it was something about like you know shame he died in the helicopter crash whatever he does it with every dead celebrity yeah yeah. he got in a lot of trouble though like death threats and everything so we got him to tweet this picture of kobe bryant waiting for Paul Walker oh. <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> so it was so oh. fucked, man. It's the worst podcast you could ever do. We recorded an episode um, yesterday and Mike got me to send a message to Tom Gleason saying, yeah. hey, man, how you going? Because I've gigged with him before. He's like, hey, man, how you going? Just wondering if you could watch a few stand-up clips and <laughs> a few of my stand-up clips and see what you think. Oh, that's so fucking hacky. <laughs> he saw it, didn't reply anything back. And then, so that was a few months ago. And then yesterday, Mike's like, yeah, I want you to tweet him, like send him a, a direct message again going, hey, man, just wondering if you got time to see those clips. <laughs> and then Tom actually wrote back. He wrote, man, I saw the clips. They were shit. <laughs> Sorry to get back to you earlier. <laughs> I was looking through my thousands of DMs. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking good. So yeah. where did you guys come up with that, the idea for that? Because that's a genius like, idea for a comedy podcast. Um, Mike came up with it. Uh, and so is he in America doing this and you guys are on like a call or is he in Melbourne as well with you? Yeah, this was during lockdown. So this is when we couldn't even go to each other's houses. Oh, but he is based in Melbourne. Yeah, he's based in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, he, um, Ari was in uh, in the States. He was just in lockdown at his at his parents. Yeah, um, right. I think he was like smoking a joint in his room, in his parents' room or something. He's like, it was like he was 15 or whatever. That's fucking funny. So yeah, Mike was on a cruise ship once and he... He was talking to another comic and he was just, he's like, look at all the fucking weird notes in my phone. Like as comedians, you just have weird notes like eels or some shit or, you know, what if I fucked a cat or whatever, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just stuff like that. And he's like, you should just do a podcast on what you do find in people's phones. So we go through each other's camera roll, draft tweets. It's very hard to find guests. Some guests... Like some of our good mates, oh, who yeah. are big, like who are big celebrities, I'd have to do a thorough clean out before like, I come on that. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I'd have to do a thorough, thorough clean out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, man. So we we were kind of getting along at the time. We didn't, I didn't, I knew Mike well-ish. Like I'd done a few gigs with him, um, but uh, he was like, "Oh man, I think you'd be good." Uh, you know, we could just do it. And then we we just did a few episodes where it's just him and I. I got him to tweet, um, "R.I.P. Dad." Oh. That's it. <laughs> oh, 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 that's unreal. People were messaging him going, are you okay, man? Like, what? why would you tweet this and all oh. this stuff? Yeah, horrible, man. Horrible. And yeah, he he got me to... I got a lot of... Ha- like, when the, you know, the, uh, the Me Too thing was starting up mm-hmm. quite heavily and uh, Hannah Gadsby was in a lot of... You know, she was... She brought out uh, this Netflix you know yeah, um yeah. that was amazing the show was amazing i, I loved it and uh <laughs> he got me to tweet though um just saw nanette not for me 
more like no 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 thank you right? <laughs> <laughs> and people were like messaging me going man you got to take that down like people are fucking sensitive about this like friends were like man i know this is for your podcast but take it down like and i'm pretty sure because like I've, I've had drinks with like hannah before like before she blew up you know yeah. like going out or whatever at comedy festival nights whatever yeah, yeah. and i'm pretty sure i was friends with her on facebook at the time <laughs> i'm like just in stress for like hours just oh. like because we take it down some, oh some we take down after yeah, know, an yeah. hour or whatever yeah, yeah. but uh yeah man <laughs> but what's yeah. like what's your thoughts on if something is just for comedy yeah like why should there be like if someone's like a, a tweet like that and you're like hey it's just for our podcast we just like have to say this fucked up thing for yeah. the, for the lol but like should that should that even be a problem like why do people you know once people are given context like obviously when you yeah. don't have context yeah. then that's where like it it can get uh you know like it gets the reaction but then as soon as you're like hey this is what we do it's this podcast for like i don't know shouldn't that be enough to just like chill the situation out yeah it is it is but sometimes people want to or, or that's all they see. Yeah, they see they see you. Um, you know, they might see the they might see that bit, but then they don't see the edit later on. Yeah, they've already yeah. seen the post. Or yeah, yeah. But I think it's okay because yeah, it has. Um, as I said before, it's it's deadened my soul towards social media. Yeah, it's actually improved my look towards social media. Like I don't take it seriously at all now. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, and it's cool because people like we we get a lot of we've got like a Facebook group where we post. You know, uh, fans can post in, you know, suggestions and all that kind of stuff. And it's so cool because at the start they were like posting mean things. Oh, we should do this t- for you know, like a mean thing. Yeah, to do, you know? yeah. And but now what we do is we post things just to get the people who take social media too seriously. Too serious, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's that's what that, that that's the bait. Those are the people we're getting in. You know, yeah. we don't we don't want to rub anyone up the wrong way. Yeah. Like cuz the people with lives they're like, "Oh, who who cares?" Yeah. You know. Um, oh yeah, that's funny, you know, but the people we don't you know, we want to get in, yeah, are the ones that take it too seriously, you know. And and after doing this for a while, I realized I did take social media too seriously, you know. Yeah, right. In yeah. what way? Uh, just like pressure on oh what should I post oh is that too yeah you know is that too hate filled or is that too or will this spark too much controversy fuck that's got to be a bit a of a burden anymore. as a comedian because like comedy because the things that are funny are like fucked up yeah oh and, man and I think it's like a way to deal with it's almost like a way of acknowledging how fucked up something is it's like all you can do is laugh at some shit right Oh man, that's exactly it, and that's that's what I love about it because we post fucked up stuff now, and it's almost like it's kind of dumb in a way though because we do post fake opinions and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I think deep down, sometimes we just want to say that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, we are sick fucks <laughs> deep down. We just want to say it. Yeah. But we just make a guest do it instead of us. <laughs> it's the most cowardly thing <laughs> you could ever do. Well, that whole saying, like, it's funny because it's true. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking very true to say. You know, it's just sparked, if, you know, it sparked a lot of stuff. But yeah, we, we, love, we love posting like, you know, shrek porn and stuff like that that is the best you know like that is that tickles me every time you know, <laughs> it never gets old. oh it never gets old and the fact that dudes have just sat in front of a computer and 3d animated 
Can you like please Shrek fucking please find me some Shrek porn? <laughs> please, let's find. Come on, Ronan. Come on, Ronan. Yeah, just drawings, man. The drawings are so Shrek fucking beautiful. <laughs> Shrek porn. Let's fucking go. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Just turn the volume down. <laughs> Is that so? Just go to images. Actually, yeah, I don't yeah. want to watch that. The movie. images are the best, man. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> it rules. <laughs> oh my fucking god, man! You just look at this stuff and you just like, who's got? I don't know. Yeah, who's who's got? Who's doing this? Yeah, <laughs> the donkey. The donkey. The donkey. Fuck yeah. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> and how it's got the, like the lady and she's got a dick, or it's got like Fiona from Shrek porn gay fetish, and it's just got the biggest dicks ever. Yeah, it's this is so, bizarre. It's so funny, man, and I, it makes me laugh every time. And it's also it's awesome because <laughs> we just get this is fucked up. We just get our mates to DM this kind of stuff to their friends, you know. <laughs> like that's our podcast is, you know. Um, yeah, I think we got the idea from Becky Lucas. She's really she she posts sometimes like just a, 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 a Shrek porn. You know, still, and people are like, "Is this the phone hacks?" And she's like, "No, no, you know, <laughs> this is for fun. This yeah, is, yeah, this is actually my pastime." Yeah, man, and yeah, that's also like people who do post, like you know, real emotional posts or or shit posts or whatever. People always screenshot it and send it to us. Like, was this you guys? Were you guys on the thing yesterday? You know, and we're like, no, no, that's, that's just, just up. unfortunately that's them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, social media is a fucking weird place. Man, it's it's. Uh, it's cool to do it in a, a spot like that. People are like, I can't believe you're still going. Like you haven't run out of yeah. new things. But yeah, we we always seem to find new things like like uh, comments and things like mm. that. And, you know, commenting on other people's photos, like saying, "This isn't a good photo," <laughs> or <laughs> <laughs> or one guy sent us a listener sent in um, a thing where you just send someone a selfie of you smiling, and you say. <laughs> Still wearing the smile you gave me. <laughs> That's so fucking, so random and weird. Yeah, you're so That's good. so good. It's the best, man. And we still wheel that one out every now and then. We're like, look, we know we've done this one before, but let's do it again. You know, like <laughs> this is a, this is an old favorite, yeah, old faithful. Yeah, yeah. So it's good, man. It's um, it's it's actually changed my attitude towards social media and mm. our our fans are real cool like podcast fans as you probably know there's a, there's a lot of dorks out there that really uh <laughs> really you know dm you some weird shit or whatever um but however it's cool like our fans are so cool they're respectful mm. you know you, you got to train them of course you got to be like hey this isn't cool what, yeah. what are you posting you know yeah. some stuff in the group are like oh no 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 <laughs> don't, don't 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 post that you know what i mean oh we've got to take it down straight away you know yeah but uh yeah like to, to get the to get cool fans you know like yeah. your your fans of this are probably really really cool because you uh you've got no holds barred mm. you're like this is my personality this is this is who i am you know well fuck man i just feel like i plan on doing this for ages and yeah. it's just like i just oh, i couldn't do an act like we we're talking um uh brooke evers come on the podcast the other day yeah, yeah right, have you ever yeah. heard of her yeah yeah the yeah. dj yeah yeah, yeah that's so, nuts man yeah she's a legend like we've been friends for ages and yeah. she we finally got together to do it and and we we're just talking we got on the topic of drugs and i was just saying like um she's like oh, i don't really like uh 
psychedelics yeah and then i was like oh I, man honestly like my most profound experience on drugs is on mdma yeah and um and then anyway so i went into like the experience and stuff like that and she was just like she was funny like she's like what does your mum think about that and it's just like oh well, fuck she probably doesn't really like it yeah but she also doesn't listen to every episode yeah but um it's just like fuck it just is what it is like i'd tell my friend about that yeah you know like i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't hide <laughs> that from my friends so i just feel like i just fuck open book and because that way you're just not like you're just not having to change yourself and then remember like oh what did, oh, what's my stance on this what's my you know which which oh, which way did yeah. i come at that it's just easier just to be your fucking self because otherwise it's too hard and even just in one podcast for three hours it's too hard to yeah be anything other than yourself anyway as well you know yeah yeah man it's a great release for me because <clears throat> my stand-up is um uh, I, I, I recorded like a special last year. Oh no, the year before, sorry. Yeah. It was just an hour of my best stuff. And a, a lot of it's like, you know, bizarre concepts and stuff like that. Yeah. But a, a, a lot of it's a bit fucked up as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a lot of it relies on a bit of shock. Yeah. But it's also like stuff you're like, oh yeah, concepts I've never thought about. You know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, that, those attitudes towards experimenting you know with with kinky sex and shit like that you know yeah um but now i'm trying to kind of write clean yeah just for the exercise i'm trying to like okay yeah. this is a biz- i'm trying to write bizarre but with no shock value yeah like i don't want to shock because that's what your mind goes to sometimes you go oh that's um, a bit e- like it's easy like that because you've got uh, like the shock factor yeah, man, exactly, exactly. But with phone hacks um, and and the flat stick, I'm just open. Yeah. We talk about the worst shit ever. Yeah. Like we talk about yeah the the worst stuff and, but it's it's I have so much fun. Yeah. And it's cool having those restrictions on my stand up um, because, uh, I, I I if if I do want to do a rude thing, it's got to be really good. Yeah. It's got to be really good. So do you do, do you just do like more clean stand up nowadays? I try to, man. I, I really do try to because I want to. Uh, I just want to put those restrictions on myself to see if I can yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm and and you just got to look hard enough. You just got you got to work a whole lot harder. Yeah, there's a lot more sacrifice. There's a lot. There's a lot harder gigs. Yeah. Um, but to to do that, yeah, that's that's what I. Maybe I'll go back to like other stuff later on, and yeah. I still write the concept down, even yeah. if it is dirty. Yeah, I've still got to do it but um now i'm trying to go clean yeah because i i don't know i guess some of my favorite comics uh you know or favorite things it didn't really rely on too much rude things yeah, you know what yeah. i mean or you got like a have you seen nate bagazzi no nah. oh man he's so good he's really? in netflix yeah he's killer and yeah, he's I all don't have, clean i don't have netflix or any uh, um, yeah yeah i've kind of missed a few things because of not doing the netflix oh no nah. who cares man you've got a lot of it, it, your life is more exciting than netflix i'd rather yeah but there's some cool <laughs> shit that I, I probably would benefit from watching you know yeah 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 it, it's all to fill in time Dude, you know? know who um one of the last comedy specials I watched was Kevin Hart's last one. Yeah, yeah, right. Fuck, that was good. Man, like, that guy works. Dude, and and to to your point, like not a lot of crazy dirty shit in there at yeah, all. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. just very his life, yeah. life in general and fuck it was funny, dude. Like he really <laughs> yeah. Did you did you watch that one? No, I haven't watched it yet, man. I'm I a guy like Kevin Hart it like is I watched I feel it. like it'd be very different to what you're doing, but 
Yeah, yeah. It's not really up my uh, alley, but I love uh, I love those guys because I can learn a lot from them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I guess, I'm a weird thinker kind of guy. Yeah. So therefore, I don't. I've never had to work that hard. But then also now I do have to work hard because yeah. everyone's really good. Instead, everyone's a lot better than me. So I've got to work. I've actually got to sit down and write for a few hours a day now. Yeah. Whereas I should be writing eight hours a day or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I um. But guy like Kevin Hart, he just he's like doing the grind, and yeah. and I love him. I love the, his attitude towards like just work, work, work. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. he's like, I want to look, I want to be funny, but also want to look good naked. Yeah, you know yeah. all that kind of shit is like, yeah, awesome. You know, like, but it's so weird because if you turn down the volume on that documentary series he did, it looks like he's an NFL player. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know he's a comedian. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. working hard. He's like, yeah, you know, he's, yeah. he's good with his studio, and he's always like wearing sports gear and getting in and out of like Jags and stuff like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, planes and shit. Yeah, he's like the uh, he's like the full on superstar comedian. Like he's like yeah. the rock star comedian, right? Yeah, he's like um, he's a different, a whole different. You got to put him up there with like. Connolly or something like Billy Connolly yeah. or something like that where they're more than a comedian they're like a you know like a, a power source yeah, they're like yeah. a, they're like a yeah just this crazy untouchable work ethic you know yeah. but also he's like I want to be the first billion dollar comedian yeah, you know? yeah. that's different from my objectives yes. I, I'm, I'm different from that I COVID was very good for me because I've been you know I'm 38 I'm like I don't own anything um, and comedy is fine to me, uh, but I want to, I want it to be more fun, mm. and I want it to be a unique experience for other people. You yeah, know, I don't yeah. know if I'll be successful in that, but like I've I've been studying to be a teacher's assistant, you know, just to get a job on the side or whatever, and also um, I've been drawing again. So yeah, your art's insane. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I've been trying my. You know, the iPads just totally yeah. revolutionized my drawing. Yeah. Like Procreate, man, if anyone used to draw, it's just so easy. Just pick it up and draw. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you have any clashing sponsors. No, no, no. But man, yeah, uh, now I want to focus more on me being like an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who cares if I've got to work a job for the rest of my life? I just yeah. want to fucking make cool shit, you know? That's like... Uh, that's, that's the whole reason why Brett and I bought dirt bikes. Yeah. Because we were like... Um, I was ter- I had to do an ad up here for Bolter. Yeah. And uh, the, one of the guys who started at Sterling, he's the nicest dude ever, man. If you ever get down there, just he's the he's inspirational guy, right? He uh, he he took me around the brewery after we shot the ad, and he's like, he's like, I said, what's this? And he's like, oh yeah, that was an ad where I dressed up as Elvis. I was like, why'd you do that? And he's like, you know. Because I like Elvis and I just wanted to do it. And I called the beer Handsome Elvis, you know? like Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, this is, the, this is the thing. I used to work for Quicksilver and we just I thought I'd just jump over someone on a scooter. So when Brett and I were filming our special, we, wanted to, we needed to get like 200 people in the comics lounge in Melbourne. So I was like, man, what are we going to do? Let's film a promo. And I said, man, I've always, I've always wanted to jump over fire on a BMX. <laughs> I hadn't ridden, I hadn't ridden a, a BMX in years, you know? And um, I, I knew a few guys that were kind of like who were fans that all, all rode BMXs, and I was like, guys, can you set this up for us? Yeah. Like fire and a BMX. So we went around there, took our shirts off. I think it's got the. If you go Nick Capper, Brett Blake. Yeah. And On where, um, like YouTube or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it should come up. Brett, 
Blake, yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that that'll be it. Yeah, that'll be it. And man, that's that that was this is one of the turning points to to make comedy fun again. So yeah, he's on the farm. There's some pigs. I love pigs. <laughs> Couple of good old boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacked on the kegs back then. Brett's really funny. He's a really funny comic. He's down here at the moment. I'll I'll oh, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, recommend yeah. Uh, him to come on. Yeah, he's got the nipple tassels. But then we uh, so he should. Yeah, yeah. And then we just we had a guy throwing fuel, <laughs> and then we just like jumped over these. And man, we. <laughs> That's fucking unreal. It burnt all the hair off my body. <laughs> like I had like burns. And um That fucking music was insane. Man, dude. yeah, yeah. It was just so so great. But uh we after we did that, we rang each other like in five minutes, we we're like, Man, this is what I wanna do. Yeah. Like the the adrenaline rush, like having fun. You know, I I realized that doing comedy for so long I'd forgotten why I was doing it, and it was just to have yeah. fun, to be to be crazy, you know, yeah. to, to do weird shit, you know. So yeah, that was the turning point, you know. And during COVID and stuff, I was like, oh yeah, you know, like doing comedy every night is is fun, but it's not really. I got to be smarter, and yeah, I've I've got to make it fun for me again, you know. So yeah, that's that's been the turning point. That's why I bought a dirt bike. I was like, yeah, like. Let's make it fun. Yeah, need you know? need that outlet. Yeah, I mean it. it that, that's one of the things. I guess that's like one of just the general challenges of being a creator. Yeah, it, and I mean, especially like now for like Gypsy Tales, this thing yeah. is like Ronan's working here now. Yeah, and it's like a, a thing where there's like you've there's like X amount of money he like has to come in. Yeah, so it's like you know this morning you have like this fucking hectic morning it's like oh the show goes on yeah you've got to keep like you have to show up and it does become a job in a certain sense of the word but you have to constantly work to remind yourself and to um i guess like yeah just know why you're doing this it's like this is super fun like this is a great job that yeah creative outlet but and i think people look at especially like at look to a comedian and be like oh man your job is just to be funny and make people laugh but it's like there is a grind that is involved in that uh, no matter what level you are like you just said kevin hart yeah. it's like the grind that he's in and the grind that you're in and then uh, the you have to grind to be successful but if you can't figure out a way to make it fun in the meantime then you're not going to be successful anyway yeah, that's it, man. And you also have to realize why you do things. That's what attracted me to your podcast or whatever is because, like, you're um, do, doing it about motorbikes mm. and talking about jiu-jitsu or whatever. That's not a, that's not a marketing move. You know what I mean? It's not a fucking – it's, it's not a thing like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, the motocross market, you know, they don't have a podcast. Time for me to get out there. Yeah, You're doing it like those videos where you – talking over the motocross with harry and stuff yeah, like that yeah. that's so fun to watch because it's just like wow these guys are like mates hanging out you know there is a bit of headaches and stuff to you yeah. know to record it and all that kind of thing but then the payoff's bigger you know yeah. like the highest get and who knows man you might just 
keep this going but you might wind it back and see oh man i want to be a jujitsu instructor yeah, yeah you know what i mean like that's what i want to do now i'm i'm yeah and people are like man the podcast you could have got millions and yeah. you're like who gives a fuck man i'm putting people in arbor arm bars for a job you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. this is my you know you're talking talking to that fink guy and yeah and uh you know about your thing you know like that was highly inspirational the dude just doing bmx yeah and when he was drifting he didn't think about the money monetary he was just like i just want to fucking get this car sideways yeah you know? i just yeah. want to burn some shit you know yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no you're so right and the the thing is too the with the supercross companion in particular like yeah. that show actually is a fuck around to do and yeah. especially before we had the like we actually changed a bunch of shit in the studio to try and make that easier because man my sundays for all of the the i think we've been doing it like three seasons of racing now yeah the those sundays dude were 12 hour days oh. so supercross would go for three hours and then i'd spend nine editing it because i had to do it all like manually man. it was a fucking nightmare but on the flip side of that we get these dudes that will send in messages and DMs and stuff and be like, hey man, I've got no friends in that watch Supercross. I live by myself. I literally have no one to talk to Supercross uh, about Supercross too. And you guys are like, I feel like you guys are the friends that I watch the races with. And yeah. you're just like, well, fuck. What do, you, what, am I, what do you do? Like, you've got to do it for those people. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, it's, and the coolest thing about those... Yeah, I know they're stressful, you know, but doing this now, it makes it so much easier. Yeah, yeah. You know, it makes it easy. You're like, oh, what? I don't have to fucking, you know, set all this shit up. And it's like, I just walk in the studio with this random guy, you know, like, yeah, great, yeah. awesome, done. You know, that's that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, I, I, but I, I don't know. Um, That's also what the Sterling told me as well. He's like, man, to have to have something good, like to have something successful, mm. you got to think about quitting it at least. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, you yeah. got, everything successful you got to do, you got to think about quitting it. He said, if you don't think about pulling out, then fucking don't do it. He's like, you're not risking this, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Like, yeah, phone hacks. Mike and I sometimes it's really hard to find guests. Yeah, sometimes like the equipment um, fucks up. Some yeah, sometimes like he's on he's on tour a lot. He he tours a lot. Um, and like around Christmas time, like we were worn out. We've done seven months in lockdown. Yeah, and we we're doing as you know, man. You do you do um podcasts over Zoom. You you're fatigued. It's mm. terrible. It's uh, after doing twenty of them in a row, we we're all like we we're fatigued. We were just burnt out. We we're we we're depressed. How often do you do them? Once a week, every yeah. Monday. Yeah. So that's been one of the powers as well as um the, the, the little discipline di that comes like that you had to imply to get it going yeah exactly yeah man yeah we hadn't done anything like that before but uh the guy the guys from the i don't know if you've listened to the little dum dum club it's a very successful podcast in australia uh -huh. um yeah it's it's huge um they're good mates of mine i'm on that podcast a lot yes yeah, and uh, are they comedians as well yeah yeah carl chandler and tommy daslow yeah um yeah fucking uh, great guys well Carl not so much he's an asshole um, yeah he's a real I'll take your word yeah, for it yeah. but he's, a, he's, he's he's one of those guys one of those pricks you put up with you know what I mean because you go you suffer them yeah yeah you suffer them because they they're lo pricks are loyal man like good people yeah. Yeah, like nice people yeah whatever they're flimsy you know pricks <laughs> are like go. either like 
I love you or I hate you, but yeah. also I'm going to tell you what's fucked about you a lot. You know, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to be a liability anywhere, you know. But you're like, yeah, but he's loyal. He's loyal, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so yeah, they they said, man, consistency. Just yeah. they said they've been doing theirs for ten years. Every, wow. Every Wednesday, can it look, has can been. Can you look that up, Ron? Little Dum Dum Club. It's actually cool, man. I should tell you about this. Actually, this is, fits in the the uh, the the Gypsy Tales kind of uh era is that they made me um yeah so they made me they they do live shows man 200 people wow they they they, they their 10-year anniversary show sold Episode out the, 542 yeah Fuck man yeah. yeah they sold out the uh athenaeum in uh in melbourne but it had to be postponed during oh, COVID. Bummer. but man i did this crazy thing so they i'm i'm one of the fucking whipping boys on this podcast like because i'm because i'm a piece of shit weirdo yeah and um it's just easy it's just easy <laughs> they fucking get into me so bad i get them back sometimes but uh they 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 just just carl is a big manchester united oh sorry liverpool fan liverpool yeah. fan he's gonna kill me i was gonna say he'll fucking he, murder, he'll you just murder me man he'll murder me <laughs> but he's a big liverpool fan they were in the finals a couple of years ago and uh so he's like oh, i want to go over there uh would anyone want to do some shows in england and people were like, yeah. Like, they didn't know how many fans I had. They had three sold-out shows wow. straight away. And so they were like, someone wrote in and they said, hey, is there a way we can crowdfund to get Nick Kappa over there? No and, shit. And so we were like, well, we talked about it. And then I said, look, we won't get enough money. And they're like, man, what if, what if we try to raise enough money and if there's not much money, you just go the shittest way possible. Like, <laughs> the worst... <laughs> the worst you know stopovers whatever yeah, yeah. just to keep the price down yeah and i was like yeah why not you know so oh, that's fucking torture to europe oh man it was Europe's so f- a cunt of a thing to get to at the best of times <laughs> yeah that's it man and we were like so there was a fan who was a travel agent and he's like man i'll put it together for you right oh. so he's like all right so you got to fly to uh shanghai um, you, you, sorry, you fly to Kuala Lumpur, then Shanghai, <laughs> then catch a train, Shanghai, Fuck to that. catch a train to what's the other city in China? <laughs> what's the big uh, one? Wuhan. Uh, yeah, Wuhan. Yeah, <laughs> you catch a train to uh, fuck. It's the big one. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. No, uh, no, not Hong Kong. Uh, the other one. Anyway, Bangkok. It doesn't matter. Um, no, that's Thailand. Fucking, I don't fucking know. Fucking hell, bro. Oh, <laughs> edit that bit out, man. Ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> no, who cares? It all stays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but he, 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 so I had to catch a five-hour train to there, and then I flew to uh, Poland. Had what? a stop over there, and then... In Warsaw? Yeah, in Warsaw. There you go, I got that one. Flew to, <laughs> flew to Serbia. Oh, uh, my God. And then stayed there for two nights... Then I flew to... <laughs> this is out of control. Man, then I flew to Austria, caught a train from Austria <laughs> through Germany to France, then hopped on a ferry boat from <laughs> France to England. And they, and I was like, man... How much did that trip cost? Man, I was like, what is it, $800? He's like, no, nah, man, it's like three and a half grand. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to go on it then, great. And then people were like, yeah, we'll, we'll put in the money. Oh. And I was like, if you if you get it to like three and a half, four grand, I'll do the whole thing in a tuxedo. <laughs> and I did, man. I got in a tuxedo, and then people were like, like Brett. He, he, you know, he's the guy, right? Brett Blake. He, um, 
he said, man, I'll pay. so people started sending in dares. They're like, man, I'll 50 bucks if you wear makeup the whole time. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So there's a... Um, Is there like a video on Nick, it? Nick Kappa tuxedo trip, I think. Um, just on, on the... Yeah, yeah, on YouTube. And so, uh, yeah, I, um, I did... Because uh, okay, oh, I did the Daily Talk Show boys talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was a guest on their thing, but maybe go yes. to the videos at the top. Oh, actually, it might be on my website, maybe. Oh, what's that one down there? Nick Kappa goes from Melbourne to New York. Oh, that was the second trip I did. Oh, so fuck. Actually, if you go on my... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll If you go on my website, website go back. Oh, oh yeah, nickkappa.com. That's it, man. That is fucking so funny, dude. So yeah, if you scroll down, I think it's at the bottom there. Is this all? Is that all artwork that you've done? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Days, I think I don't know anymore. Uh, in a tuxedo from. I forgot about this, and I was like, oh, on yes. the last day, tuxedos. I think they were meant to be comfortable, but look good, but they're definitely not comfortable. Once you've just been sitting on trains and planes for five days. <laughs> this started when the podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club, were doing their shows in England. And some people asked if I could go over. And then they set up a possible campaign to get me over there the shittest way possible. Oh. I money, so I had to wear makeup. Russell Howard, <laughs> me and Russell Howard, put in $500 for me to get my hair straight. So, and I tell you what. It had I had to get my hair <laughs> Tuxedos are not comfortable at all. They're not built for traveling, funnily enough. So where I started was, I started in Melbourne. Then I flew oh. to Kuala Lumpur. And then I went from Kuala Lumpur to China. So I went to uh, Shanghai. And then the moment I got off the Shanghai airport, I got straight into a taxi. And then went to that the train me station off, in Shanghai. <laughs> caught the train to Beijing. Uh, so then after that, I flew to Poland. This is unreal. Out, flew to Belgrade. So this was all in succession. There was no overnight stays or anything or not much time for me to look around. But Belgrade, great city, bloody ugly, but really fun. Yesterday I flew from Belgrade to Vienna and then got on a train at Vienna, stayed overnight in Strasbourg uh, with my friend. And then now I'm on another train from Strasbourg to Lille. And then we're going from Lille to Calais in France. And then we are going to get a boat to Dover in England. Oh man, that's funny. That that's we met this Australian couple on that ferry. Wow, how fucking good say, did a shower feel in London when you got there? Man, it was so good. It was. This suit is a part of me now, and the thing is, when you look like this. And you've got a suit and you're carrying around a suitcase you don't look <laughs> like a composer or anything you look like a crazy homeless man someone that is off the edge okay yeah, Fuck, that, that is, is awesome, awesome. Man, yeah how, how good was the shower in london oh, oh man it was so great i was like i felt, I felt like, like a new man, man. I, felt, I felt yeah because yeah, uh, uh russell, russell howard, howard paid 500 pounds to get my hair straightened, straightened. So, so my hair was straightened at the start but then it was all wire in the end so I had, I had, I had a, a shower and everything, and, and then um, uh, Carl rang me and he's like, man, before the live show, you've got to get your fucking hair straight, right? Oh. So, so I was like, yeah, no worries. So I went to this um, 
They're, they're called, called like, like a like a reggae, reggae hair salon. salon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in, in Hackney. And then that, that lady, uh, lady glitter, glitter straightened my hair. hair. And, and yeah, yeah she, she was so wild. She's she eight, eight kids, still goes, goes to Dorfs. Like, yeah, 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 I follow on Instagram still. So yeah, man, it was a sh- the shower was so good. good. I appreciated everything so much. I was like, oh man, because it was how long was it? man, I couldn't tell you. I think it was about four or five days. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any showers and anything that time? No, no, man. I just kept through. And when we got to, because I, I kind of lied in that. I had one. I have, have, have one, one night, night in, in, uh, in, in Serbia. Serbia. Yeah. Um, and, and then my mates are like, man, you can take it off for like walking around. around. I was like, nah, keeping, keeping it on. Yeah, yeah, keeping it on. Why not, you know? You know? I, did I did a stand-up gig and it bombed like so bad. Oh. I got no laughs. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, because people were like, why the fuck are you in a tuxedo? And I was drunk. And I was walking around. Where was that gig? In, yeah, in Serbia. In, fuck, forget every... Uh, I forget the city, city but, but yeah, 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 the, the capital yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, man, it was in this comedy club. The guy arranged it for us. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, I had two nights. Yeah. yeah. So, so the first night I just stayed there, and then I walked around, and and uh, but my uh, my mate from Serbia said, man, don't wear the makeup though. Oh, people are still a bit you know homophobic here. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do that. But yeah, I was just I forgot I had it on after a while. I was just walking around the forts and stuff in it, just full tuxedo and and tails. I think, I think I was wearing, wearing a tuxedo. People, people wouldn't look twice, twice but the tails, the tails, the tails makes you look insane. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my, I'm doing a show, show about it at a comedy festival. festival. I did it in Adelaide. Adelaide. I was meant to do it last year, but COVID and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's got all the fucking crazy stories because I did it again from Melbourne to Newcastle. Yeah, just but this time it was it was crazier, man, because you know being from the country, you think that like. The, the moment, moment you rock up in a place with tuxedo and makeup, people are going to laugh at you and be real dicks because people in the country are critical. Yeah, you know they're, 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 they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what they're thinking. Like you're fucked, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, do a, you do a gig in the country, they're like, yeah, the third joke wasn't good. Yeah. I like the other like better. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good time. You had a, you had a good day, mate. You know, you get that kind of shit. Whereas I thought that would, I thought that would happen. But man, I would recommend anybody. Going, going to, to the country because I, I went I went through like fucking Mildura and all those yeah, things. Right. And, and how did you travel? Like, like what was the mode of travel? Um, public, public bus, man. Yeah, yeah public bus, trains, and um, but, but people, man, in the, in the country, country, they want any excuse to come up and talk to you. Mm. So, so if you're just wearing normal clothes, they don't have that excuse. Yeah, they'll tip their hat to you or whatever. But man, I walked into this food court in Griffith, and the whole food court stopped like silence. And, and then, then everyone, everyone came up to me, like, like, hey, man, what, what are you doing? doing? What's, What's this guy? Yeah, let's, let's get a fucking get photos. Everyone wanted to talk to me. It was the greatest trip of my life, man. And, and it also reignited my passion for, uh, for dirt bikes because, because the, the, I, I, I put, put a thing out to the fans going, hey, hey guys, I'm looking to get here the worst way possible. Who lives on the way from Melbourne to Newcastle? And so there were a couple of farmers that were like, mate, we've got a tractor. Um, you, you can, can drive, I drove this old tractor, tractor for like 10 k's of it. And then some bloke said, hey mate, I've got an XR400 in, in, in my backyard in Sandy Hollow. And I said, yeah man, I'll meet you there. And he goes, oh man, I'm on holiday with the wife and kids. 
just, just walk, walk into, into the backyard, backyard and get, get it. No, so I walk into the, into the like Sandy Hall is like two people. Yeah. I walk in there in a full tuxedo, jump on a motorbike and just ride off. And I'm like, where do I put this? And he's like, man, my mate owns the pub. In, in, in Singleton, Singleton. So, so just drop, drop it, it off there, there right? So, so I just like, like there's just tradies yeah. and a beer and fucking high vis, and, and then all of a sudden a dude in a tuxedo, tuxedo. and then XR for just rides into the beer garden and just leaves the motorbike there. It was the I would recommend it to anybody to do one of the like when I have a family and things, I would like to do more stuff like this just. Like, like COVID, COVID, that's, that's the, the message, message I want to get across in my yeah. comedy festival show. And the show is, yeah, yeah like, like touring, touring around Europe. That, that was that was awesome. awesome. That, that was the dream. Like in a tuxedo, you know. But Australia, that, that was where I met the real good weirdos. Yeah, and really connected with people. Like you know? salt, salt, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, man, just in pubs and stuff. And I made friends for life. Yeah, like you know, rocked up to this the farmers in. In uh, just near Dubbo, near Gilgandra, Colli, yeah. this small town, it's just one, one pub, that's it. Walked, walked in there with a tuxedo, fucking just like, all right, boys, let's let's kick, kick this off. You know, they're all having beers. Like, like two blokes didn't ask me one question about the tuxedo. They're just talking to me, and I'm like, hey guys, not to sound rude, but I've been talking to you guys for like four hours. You haven't said one thing about the tuxedo, and they're like, mate, this is fucking Colli pub. Anything can happen. We've, We've had, had bloody four-wheelers four doing donuts near the bar. They, they said they told me one time there was like Brazilian dancers, a bus full of Brazilian dancers. Their bus broke down. So they, so they just had to take shelter at Colli Pub. And they're like, would you like us to put on a show for you? And he's like, yeah, why not? And they Absolutely. had this Brazilian folk. So you're like, oh, yeah, me being from the country, I forget just how... More, More stuff happens at those pubs. pubs. Yes. Because anything can go. I remember one of my dad's mates telling me at Boomer Pub, he's like, yeah, 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 I just wanted to ramp it up a bit. So what I did was I just pulled the fire hose off, started hosing everybody down in the whole pub. He just like... Just that Aussie, Aussie as fuck. In the Gold Coast, you'd have like, or Melbourne, you'd have four bounces on you. Oh, yeah. You'd get a headlock. Yeah. There's just no rules. Yeah, 100%. So, so that's, that's why, why I urge everybody, everybody who cares if you can't travel overseas, overseas during COVID, yeah. fucking go, go go to the weird towns, go to weird fucking, go to, to Bo Desert, Desert, go to, go to, go to you know, out towards, towards it, Ipswich, whatever. whatever. Like mm. People write them off as these fucking middle ground towns, but if you've got a mission there or if you've got yeah. an adventure, it'll, it'll be an adventure, yeah. you know. People, people would always come out to my, you know, you know the, the cotton farm my dad managed from the city. And, and I, I used, used to think when I was because I was I was a country boy, but really I'm, I'm a city boy. I like art shit and all that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why do these people come out here? They get bogs. They hit roos. They'd you know, and then there was nothing out there. Like there was no neighbours for like four kilometres. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I did this trip that I realised, oh, that's these people come out from Sydney. And they, and they would, would talk, talk about, about it for a year mm. once I got back to Sydney. Like, like it was amazing. Yeah. Like, like my, my dad, my, my, one time my uncle hit a roo, right, and then it destroyed his Prado. Like the, <laughs> the, 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 the bull bar. He had one of those city bull bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my dad hooked a chain to the bull bar in certain places, then hooked the chain around the biggest tree he could find and just reversed it back into shape. Oh, yeah. Like... And, and my, my uncle, uncle couldn't pull it. He's like, don't do that. You're going to destroy my car. 
and, and he, he was, was very angry. angry. He, 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 didn't, he, watched, he, watched, he watched like a miracle worker. And, and that's every time I hung out with my uncle. He'd always tell all his mates, yeah. You know, and and and, and my sister was driving it. You know, yeah. ten years old, yeah. like, like through mud and and stuff. My uncle would never dare to drive through. You know? So, so, was your, so your so your uncle's from the city, and, and then, then your dad moved out to the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad moved out to the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they kind of there's a big age gap. But yeah, my uncle's um the coolest guy ever. But he he worked in a bank and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought he should he should move out. My dad always said. My, my dad, dad pleaded him to move out to the country. country you know? Yeah, he's like, this, this is where you'll flourish, you know. And, and in, in a way, probably you probably should have at some point. But yeah, yeah my dad, they both. Um, um, my dad grew up in uh, Africa, in Zambia. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, uh, um, but his mum was from Perth and his dad was from England. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's like, well. Um, I might as well go back to Australia because Africa wasn't looking that good at the time. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And then the whole family kind of followed him back to Australia. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But, yeah, my dad was, he's always been wild. You know, one of those wild farmer blokes, you know, worked on cattle stations and stuff. And Yeah, he was, he actually sponsored me on the tuxedo traveler to get an earring. So, so I got, got like a big earring, earring. Like, like the, the day, day before, before I left That's fucking cool. Dad's like yeah I'll pay you 50 bucks To get an earring <laughs> So yeah I just I'd never had anything Pierced before And I got about A thousand DMs They're like man Don't go with a pit It's gonna get infected I was like Oh who gives a fuck Okay This is the vibe Yeah Yeah man Yeah so Yeah So that's That's why I love Like coming on here and stuff And and seeing all you Because it's all about Like the journey. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all about like, you know, you, know, you, you want, want these goals in comedy, you want to make a living from it. You go, hang on. Yeah. yeah. I just want to do cool shit. Yeah. And not, and not let that affect anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do something with your time, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, every day you get up, you get 24 hours. And it's like, you got to do something. Yeah, yeah, Like, you know, my partner, you know, she's like, oh, you should, you know, while we're in lockdown, you should study. There was, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, Oh, oh yeah, so, so I'm doing doing, doing a teacher's assistant course. course and yeah. I have to go in for cool teachers. teachers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty wild, man. And I was like, you know, because I was a bit dis. I have been for a while now, just a bit disillusioned by stand up. Yeah, I still love it. I still want to do it. There's still some goals I want to achieve in it. Not monetary, just like playing some big places and stuff. But also like going to a school and just seeing how unruly it is. Just seeing kids like. Bashing, bashing desks with pencils and shit, you're like, this, this is the new stage. stage. This, this is like the battle, battle this, this is the adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. This is the fucking... Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm scared, but I'm also full of, you know, yeah. happiness at the same time, time you know? It's, it's like, like, it's it's like, like when, when you used to hit tabletops. It's <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> like, the adrenaline. This could be Yeah, this could be Yeah, so that's that could be next in the journey, you know? You don't know. Um... Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's um the what, what you're saying, saying about um people, people not being able to travel internationally and that they, they should, should kind of go out into Australia. Could not, not agree more. Like, like we, we grew, grew up, up I grew up in Cairns. Cairns. Uh, yeah. that's, that's where our family is like fourth generation from there. Yeah. And um yeah, yeah it was that was kind of what what it was like for us. We were like constantly in Cape York and we like I wasn't on a plane until I was I think eighteen. Yeah. And we were just constantly driving to these places and doing these road trips and like that's where, you know, a lot of my best memories are like that sense of adventure and 
doing, doing shit that you probably shouldn't have been doing, doing as a kid, but you kind of make it out alive. And, you know, like, they're, they're the memories that, that, that you do keep. And there is so much amazing shit on offer for Australia. Like, one of my goals this year is to, like, do the Null Law. Oh, yeah. Go across to... Drive across, across to Perth, Perth that's, that's something that I want to do. Like, like I want to go race bikes, bikes over there. And, and like, yeah. there's, there's a golf course that you can, can play. I think there's, there's like a hole every 200 kilometers on that level. So, so like, like, you know, yeah, just, just there's, there's so much fucking cool shit. And like, like think, think have you ever been out to think? think? Man, I'm so. Um, we we're trying to arrange a ride out there. Yeah. With with all the guys, the the border bunch, these bunch of guys I ride with. Each year, um, um, my, my dad, dad wanted <laughs> his idea was to take my mum out there for their 40th wedding, wedding anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't take it. So they reached a resolve, resolve maybe we'll go to Flinders, Flinders Ranges. But yeah, yeah. Brett, Brett um, when, when we went out to buy Brett's, Brett's DR from this, this at this place like three, three or four hours out of Melbourne, I can't remember it. The dude was telling me, he's like, Man, you've got to ride to Fink. He said it's like the best, you know. I, I love, love man, man. I just, I'm, I'm in fact, fat- I want to go there because I'm infatuated with Toby Price. Price. Oh, really? And fucking love him. He's, he's a like, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, it looks like a huge wanker. That's his soul. Man, man that's, that's incredible. incredible. I, um, yeah, yeah, just going out to see that guy would be fucking sick. My friend rode with him, my friend Nick Baker and his dad. He's pretty good. Like, I don't know Nick. It, um, his, his, his dad used to work for my dad, dad kind of thing. Like they used to work for. The, so, um, but I've kind of he comes to my shows sometimes, and he told me he was riding in Fink, and, and he got some good places. Yeah, yeah, right. but yeah, yeah. They got all the gear and everything. They got yeah, and um, yeah, just traveling out there. Like, like they, they just tell me it's unruly, unruly you know. It's just dude, it's a wild, wild weekend. Yeah, it's uh. I feel, I feel like, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean if, if you're into if you're into, into motorsports in any way, like, like whether, whether it's bikes, bikes cars, trucks, buggies, fucking cams, like it is. It's, it's probably. I feel like, like it's like, like a pilgrimage type thing. thing. Yeah, because it's in the middle, literally, fucking smack dam in the middle of Australia. I think it's, it's only a couple hundred k's from like the actual center point of the Australian continent. So, so it's, it's just like, like and you, you go, go down, down to Apachula, which is the Aboriginal community, where the, yeah. the, the, the race ends, like you kind of cross the, well, it doesn't end, so you do, you go up 140Ks to Apachula, camp in the line, and then you come back. But yeah, it's just like, there's no phone service, it's just like, yeah, it's a fucking real event. And then the whole, all of Alice is pretty full on for that week before everything's booked out, there's people everywhere, like it just turns into... This, this like, like full on just festival of, of you know Australian, Australian motorsports, sports. and then like, like the prologues epic, epic on the on the, uh, the Friday afternoon. Or the, I think it's the Friday. The, oh no, no it's Saturday. Saturday. And then and they um yeah, yeah so, so they're, they're doing like prologue track, track to get qualifying places. places. Like it is a, it's, it's a pretty, pretty sick event. event. Man, I just I love those events. There. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Um, something near me that we it was it was bigger than Christmas. It was you know that's why I want to go to the thing to really yeah yeah yeah. Um, was the Indian Gully dirt bike enduro? Nah. Oh man, it was it was wild. So Indian Gully pub, just a pub in the middle of nowhere. And they had a I think it was four. I don't know why I can remember how long the track was. It was forty three kilometers the track. And how big is the Fink track? One forty, I think. One forty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's and you, you used to do, do um, yeah, yeah so, so you, you just you go, go there on the Friday, Friday 
and, and then, then you race, race on the Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. you have all the... Fuck, fuck, maybe, maybe it's 2.40, sorry. Whoa. Actually, can, can you Google, Google that, Ronan? <laughs> yeah. I should know. I should know that. But, but yeah, yeah, we used to go there when we were kids. Oh, yeah, 2.29, yeah. Man, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was just 140, there's a fuel, fuel stop at 140. Because yeah. uh, my, my mate, Tom, Tom Jack, he wrote in it as well, and he was telling, he's, he's got a CR450F. Yeah. And he said, like, the whoops just destroy you. And he just said he saw a bloke with a Beamer 1200 just beside the whoops, just like, ah, I can't do, I can't do whoops on this 12. I'm ruined. And I remember the Ningali motorbike, Enduro, you would just... The whole time, yeah. the whole time, time man. But, but God, God, it was fun. And, and it was like, before, before it was before, you know, when public liability went crazy? Yeah. Like yeah. around 1998 or something yeah. like that. But before that, it was, it was just, just a good old fashioned, fashioned free for all. Man, it was just, yeah, yeah Mad Max. Max. It was Mad Max. Just, you'd see mushroom clouds at night, like people blowing. Things kind of still like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. You can't really police it. Because people, so. I think, I think they've, they've got, got like Deep Well and then like the, 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 the different fuel stops all have these yeah. names and then so, so people, people camp, camp at the fuel stops. stops. Oh, oh yeah, great. And then, and then they'll, they'll um, wait for you like the fuel stops, stops and then they'll walk like a couple like, like up, uh, up or down, down the track, track so, so they, they can see people, people come past the full noise. There's a couple like big jumps that people stand at. And yeah, it's just fucking hectic. Like last year, I think it was last year or the year before, but... So, so Robbie, Robbie Madison's, Madison's out there. Yeah. Like, and uh, so, so Robbie, Rob, obviously, huge, you know, motocross star kind of deal. And uh, he's, he's just fucking blind. Well, like, <laughs> with, with, with my dad, they picked him up at the casino at, like, five in the morning. And then, and then he's still, still fucking drunk. And then he get, gets, gets in the car with, like, dad and his crew. And they're driving one, one of the fuel stops. stops. And then, and, like, like Robbie's just on the piss with all these just fucking Aussie dudes. And, and they're, they're like, holy fuck, it's Robbie Madison. And he's like, oh, I didn't, know, I didn't bring my sleeping bag. And he's like, raiding supplies from different places. And, and so, so it's still that kind of event. That it's like, like still just, just so down, down to earth. earth. Like, uh, I, I feel like, like as long as, um, like the cops are pretty gnarly about yeah. people riding on the road. Oh, yeah. Unregistered bikes. But that's kind of like just really the only sticking point, it seems. Like, it's still a, yeah, dude. It's a pilgrimage. It's like, it's hard to get there. You got to fucking earn every, you know, every K that it takes to get out there. And then when you're out there, it's not luxury. It's no, there's no phone service. But it's one of those. It's almost one of those trips where you're like, fucking hell, man, I can't wait for this to be over. Get home on my bed. And then when you get home, you're like, fuck, that was such a sick trip. Man, are you? Have you ever raced in your Have you ever have a go? I'd like to. It's on my bucket list. We um, we actually, me and Sam talked about doing it together this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, but the entries are already sold out. Sam's a gun, isn't he? A ride? Yeah, yeah. No. Sam, Sam's like man. Yeah, for his shape, you know what I mean. No, he does ride for sure. You know, you know, I watch your vids and I'm like, fuck, that's dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, so cool, cool watching you guys uh, do it because you're like, you're having fun, you know. You yeah. hit that nice middling. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're trying, trying to make big shit at motocross cool. Yeah, yeah. Say the pressure, we don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes 
it's all style as well. You know? Yeah. You have those skateboarders and they don't do that. They don't do gnarly tricks. That's kind of the vibe I'm going for. Like, I don't really want to go fast, but I want to look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chucking in slow and like, fuck, how fast is he really going? The answer's not very, but it looks good. I just love, yeah, man, I'm taking it one step further, just riding dumb bikes, you know, 12 years or four wheel drive trail. I'm like, well, that's, That's the, the best, best shortcut, shortcut to get, to get a, little a little bit of respect. Bit of respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just bite. I love Sam's. Uh, Sam's got, got this quote. Bite, bite it off more than, than you can chew and chew like, like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's pretty, pretty much what you're doing on the 12 hundred. Yeah. Oh, man. That's good. That's so good. So what were you What you were up here for comedy for stand-up? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, man. So I'm going up to Cairns on Monday. Oh, sick. Laughing Hearts Comedy Club. Yeah, from right. a cool dude, Peter, Peter James. James. Um, but I yeah, don't even I really know there was a stand-up deal in Cairns. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a few now, man. There's, there's a few. Po- the internet's so cool, man. Because people are like, I think people are in somewhere like Cairns were like, oh, I'm just never going to be able to do comedy. Yeah, it's going to be a dream that I could ever do. Yeah, and now because the internet and because they can see all the best comedians on YouTube. Yeah. They're, they're like, like, oh, well, I'll, I'll just start, start my own shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. And there's like small communities of comedians in, really? in a lot of cities. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, man, so I came here. Brett and I were doing a show about beer called The Brew Dudes. Dudes. Like, we were like, so kind of, you know, a lot, a lot of beer shows. Like, I like craft beer and all that shit. Um, they're, they're, they, they take themselves too seriously, so we, yeah. we just wanted to do a fucking wild one. And we just didn't experiment while we were down here at Good Chat Comedy Club. Yeah. But, but then, then the lockdown happened in Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. Us. It was like, how did the trip work out with the, the, like, the lockdown? So, so you were away when it went into lockdown? lockdown. Yeah, 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 man. So, so I said to my partner, partner oh, there's no, no way, way I'm coming back. Sorry about that. Yeah. While you're in lockdown, no way. And then she was like, yeah, that's fine. But then the guy who books the Gold Coast gigs said, hey, man, um, uh, yeah, yeah, an act, act couldn't come up from Melbourne. Melbourne. You just want to fill in. And I was like, yeah, well, if I go back to Melbourne, I can't go back to Cairns. So I might as well just stick around. My sister lives in Upper Coomera. And Brett was down here. He's doing a, he was doing some work for Triple M. So, yeah, I just got picked up people work that people couldn't do. Yeah, I did that over Christmas as well. I came up to visit them. My, my family, family and my, my, my yeah, partner's yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then, then we were like, we just stayed, stayed here for two months. months. Yeah. Just yeah. couch surfing. And it, was it was great. Yeah. yeah. Insane. I, 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 I love, love the Gold Coast. Coast. I'm, I'm a little bit over it now because we've just been, been here for like a month. Like a month. Yeah. And, 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 and I, 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 I don't like driving around all the time. In Melbourne, you just jump on a tram. Yeah. But man, I do love the unruly... Yeah, the unruly kind of vibe of the Gold Coast. You know? Just like, yeah. Like... Like you, you go, go to a place, place like Nobby's Ark or something to do comedy. Yeah, you, you see, see the, the coolest, coolest people you've, you've ever seen. Like, to- like, like people you just don't see. That's actually a pretty good place to do comedy. But not, 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 not like I can say do comedy. But I've, I've gone, gone and watched Dusty, Dusty there a bunch of times, times and, and like it's, it's a fucking pretty cool room. Man, it's it's unruly, it's wild, and if if Dusty's not there. You're, You're kind of like, like the substitute teacher. Yeah, like he's the hardest act to follow. He's so fucking good. You know, you, know you, you just you just get, get there and you're like, all right, well, time, time to just take it in the face, <laughs> like for fucking <laughs> half an hour. Yeah. Um, but a couple of times, like one time, I got, I got eaten alive there uh, after dust. dust. The, the first time I did it, yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Next time, I'm gonna. So I I gave myself up, and I I did a real good set there. And the booker Josh said, only you and one other guy. 
have, have done, done well besides Dusty. Dusty. So, so then he kept putting, putting me on there every time I come down to the Gold Coast. Coast. And, and I would fucking just bomb every time. Like, only because you, you remembered that, that one good time, time you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're one of the only guys to, to, to keep, you know. And uh, so, so last time, the last couple of times I've said it, I said to my partner, I'm like, this isn't about getting laughs. This is about survival. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's cool. Like, they're a good crowd because you can roast them. Yeah. You go, yeah, fuck you, fuck you. And, and be unpredictable, unpredictable but it's so hard, hard man because Dusty's he's a force of nature he's a yeah. he's not human nah dude, dude honestly I watched him I went, I went to, to watch Theo Vaughn when uh, Theo Vaughn oh, was in Australia and he opened for Theo and uh, and I, I he was first and then there was Ari Manus was second and then Theo and like Ari's a great comic but very contrasting style to Dusty and like dude I was fucking floored by, by how, how good Dusty, Dusty was <laughs> and then and I, I looked, looked him up on Instagram, Instagram he had like, like fucking 2,000 followers and I was like yeah. what the fuck did his, his account just get deleted, deleted or something <laughs> like what <laughs> the fuck is going on here and then, and then I, I found out that he was actually from Brisbane as well yeah. and he was just like a like, like a local actor that they booked and yeah very fucking impressive dude but I feel like he just tries to do too much shit like he doesn't just zero in like the, the first, first time, time he did this podcast, I was like, dude, you can come and use this studio whenever you want. Start a podcast, talk in the mic every single week, yeah. and like build up, and then your comedy will follow. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think he just has a bunch of other shit he wants to do, but fuck, he is so funny. Oh, man, he's the wildest. He's, his, his art is incredible as well, you know. Um, and uh, it's so funny because he did his circus show, and he was just juggling too many things. And, and it, turned out, it turned out okay, but there was, he couldn't do all the stuff he wanted to do. Yeah. And I said, man, you just need to delegate. Just pay more people to do shit. And, and you, you can, can focus, focus on the writing. writing. You, you can focus. You do want you, you, you fucking stage directing and you create the art. Yeah. And you create the animations. You're, you're fucking nuts. And anyway, he's like, yeah, yeah man, I'll, I'll do that. that. Oh, that's what I'll do. He's, he's like, he's like, yeah, I've got a heap of stuff in the pipeline. He goes, I'm doing an interactive streaming show somewhere on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Each month, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, well, what, what I, I just said, said probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that's that's, that's him, him, you know. That's, yeah. that's, that's the, the coolest thing. thing that, you know, the, the, the guy to get a following just from your live shows is nearly impossible. Yeah, like he now he just rocks up to a venue on the Gold Coast, a hundred people are there. Yeah, because they're like, we just want to see this guy. Yeah, you know, I've seen him. Like, I mean, we're friends, obviously now from doing the podcast a couple times and stuff. But like. Dude, I, I, I go, go to watch him. him. Like yeah. he's fucking that good, and, and especially at a, a show like uh, like Nobby's, yeah. where he's just fucking roasting people, yeah. like <laughs> brutally, brutally roasting people. To see, to see him, uh, and he breaks all the rules of comedy. comedy. There's, There's some, some things like when he MCs that room. room. So, so when you have your last act on, comedy, when you have your headliner, you never do time after that if you're the MC. Yeah, one of the rules, right? Okay. Dusty's doing time. He's doing like an hour after the fucking. I got off. I headlined there a couple of months ago, or whatever. I get off. The show still goes for an hour, right? And he's giving out prizes. And then usually the audience are tired. Yeah. They were not tired. They wanted more Dusty. Yeah. Give us more, you know. And then after that, he doesn't. He can't get a word in with the bastard. Like I've got to. I've got to take some time out. Like after this, I'll sit in the car or listen to some metal or whatever. Yeah. Take some time out, you know. 
He's, he's still, still going, going. He's, he's talking, talking to, like right, right to your face, face as well, picking, picking up objects, objects like he's riffing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's a, he's, I, I feel like he's one of those people where comedy is like that, that is his outlet. Oh, yeah. just like in, in terms of sanity, sanity. like yeah. keeping him yeah. sane. Like, like he has, has to be like, like just get everything out. Yeah, man. He's he's he he's one of the inspirational guys. Where, where he's, he's like, like he's, he's having, having fun doing, doing whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just, just doing, doing it, you know. Like, and, and it's an adventure. That's what comedy should be. I'm not, I'm not putting, putting down those that, that like because there, there are comedians and you just meet them and you're like they're just normal guys and they get on stage like hey yeah 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 and you get off and they just they're like oh man I'm gonna go watch a footy yeah and that's not bad but Dusty's that's this guy's an adventure yeah he's I went to McDonald's with him and he goes what do you want and I was like just a cheeseburger. And, and then, then he, he gave, gave me two, two cheeseburgers. And I'm like, I asked, I asked for one. one. He's like, yeah, yeah. one's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gets no one, one gets one. one. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get two. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's the one. way he gets it. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I wish that he would do some form of podcast or some form of like consistent weekly deal that he just did over and over and over and over. Because like, he could pull off a, like a Bill Burr one hour rant every fucking, like, so easily he could do that. It would be insane. He's a, he's a school. Mm. And there's not many comedians I sit back and I watch and I'm like, I can learn from this. Dusty, every night we, he did his circus show, I would go right up the back. What was the premise of the circus? Like, where, how was the circus show? Like, what was the deal with it? Oh, man, it's wild. Right. So he's, he's still got to fine-tune it a little bit, but... He, um, yeah, yeah, Tim, Tim is, is the ringmaster, ring and he's just got, got fucked clowns and stuff, and <laughs> sketches, and he's done all the drawings, um, and the uh, the costumes he's made, like, like cockroach, cockroach costumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just what, it's Tim is the ringmaster. Ring yeah. You know, yeah. But let's say if an act, because like, you know, it's nothing to do with their talent, but sometimes an actor won't go that good. You know, so man, Dusty will just come out and do half an hour. And, and just win them all back. back. Yeah. Like, oh, yep, yep, I'm back. back. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like some, it's, it's hard, hard to do that, that you know. And, and he'll, he'll walk through, he's walking through the crowd with a microphone, he's taking stuff from people. He's, yeah. Like, like to, to, to accurately, there's a skill in comedy and podcasting that's like accurately railroading. Yeah. You know, like accurately, yeah. Like, like Russell Howard, um, I've done a few podcasts with him with the Dum Dum Club. And if, if I, I just started going through your bag, if I started going through picking up my right, neck to shivers regal or something, you'd be like, it, 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 it would seem kind of out of place. place. <laughs> like, it would seem, you know. But, but Russell Howard could do it. Like, like he just started going through Carl's bag. Yeah. Just pulling stuff out. Yeah. And it seemed normal. Yeah. It seemed like, oh, fuck, this is cool. Yeah. A guy like Dusty has that railroading. Ability, and, yeah, and he, and he does, does it beautifully. You know, yeah. usually, usually when you railroad, railroad something, it's fucking clunky. You know, yeah, you, you get, get away with it sometimes. You know, um, but, but yeah, man, he's, he's the best. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the community he creates on the Gold Coast. Coast. Yeah, he's his weird shit. You know, and who cares if he doesn't make any money or whatever? But he's made he's made a legacy. Yeah, you know, even if the circus doesn't. Work, work out, out or whatever, whatever. I, I think, think it will. He's he's crazy. As, As if, if it won't work out. out. And, and what's the like the general scene like? Is is, is stand up comedy like, like for someone that's done it twelve years in Australia? Like, like how, how much, much has it progressed? And like, like where is it, it at the moment? Oh man, it's crazy. 
everyone's so good. A lot of people are getting Netflix specials. You know, Reese Nicholson. I came up with him in in Sydney. Um, he, was he was always a crusher, always, always just like destroyed so, so quickly. So he's got like 10 punchlines in a minute, you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so he just got a Netflix special. Yeah. Um, Auntie Donneris gets group from Melbourne. Um, they're, they're, they're killing it. They've always killed it on YouTube and stuff. They're, they're, they've just got a Netflix thing. So that's them on a world stage. Yeah. You know, and then you've got, uh, yeah, and Reese performed on Conan. Becky Lucas performed on Conan. Wow. Um, so that's, you know, because now you can just look up the best on YouTube. Yeah. Before, like I heard rumors of comedians from Australia pre YouTube just flying over. Just, just getting, getting all the jokes, jokes from America, America and flying back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you know, stuff, stuff like that. But, but, but well, I mean, that, that makes sense. sense. Man, I would, I would do that. that. <laughs> I'm writing, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes some guy's got a real good joke and I'm like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait if he sticks around for the next 10 years and I'll use that. Yeah, but that's how much it's progressed. It's also in my time, I guess, um... There, there is, is more grinders like Kevin Hart, Hart or whatever. Yeah. Guys that I can really learn from that aren't naturally gifted at comedy. They're not gifted, um, but they just work really hard and they become gifted. Yeah. They become gifted. Because, you know, when I was doing it, everyone would get drunk after the show. Everyone would get blind up. There wasn't enough drink tickets to go around. Yeah. Because everyone would get fucked up. You just want to have a party and, and go nuts, you know. You don't want to move like the lifestyle. But now the drink tickets are all over the table. They're like... Oh, have, have as many, many as you want. want. Like they're, they're all right, and they're all like, "Oh, I gotta go home. I gotta sleep. I gotta yeah, edit a video together. I gotta do a podcast in the morning." Yeah. So, so the standard is just, just because everyone's taking it more seriously, you know. Yeah. Um, which is amazing, but also, uh, uh, comedy in Australia has to. It's got to progress a lot further. You know, crowds aren't. They're not dumb or anything, but a lot of crowds then they're not educated. Into, into how a comedy night should go. Like, like they, they walk in with the mindset. You go to England or somewhere, you know, you know it's, it's up to the room as well. And, and there is still rooms in Australia that have this. But to walk into a room with a loose attitude. Yeah. You know, like, hey, even if a com- comedian doesn't go that well, you know, buddy. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. See that it, where it goes and how wild it can get, you know? Like, there, there is rooms like that in, in, in like, like Brisbane has the, the, the good, good chat comedy. They're, they're a bit like that. that. The, the crowds are like, hey, who cares if he fucked up a joke? He's got a good attitude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep on their side, you know, whatever. Um, and Melbourne's got a lot of those rooms, you know, which is great. Sydney is has got heaps of cool, you know, weird rooms that people are like, yeah, I'm up for the experience. But people in Australia, I think the reason the comedy has come so far is because they're critical. Mm. People in Australia are critical. They're like, nah, fuck, fuck that. Like that, you know. Dude, Dude I've, I've been this, like, like, just in, um, just in Nobbies, like, like yeah. watching some of the Dusty shows, man. Like, like oh, I've seen some dudes bomb, like, yeah. bad. And, and they're not that bad. Yeah. The comedy is, it's, you, and, and like, like again, again compare like, like Dusty just, just lights a fucking place on fire. Yeah. You've, You've just got to know that no two comedians are the same. Yeah. And I think that, Probably a part of the education that you're talking about is the fact that you see Dusty and then you just expect like the next guy to do the same, like to, yeah. to give you that same thing. It's like, okay, this guy's probably like super dry, super sarcastic, super fucking mellow and like, uh, 
monotone delivery. That, that can, can still be funny. funny. You yeah. don't, you know what I mean? It's not, you don't, everyone doesn't have to be dusty, dusty rich to make, make you laugh. And, and you've, you've got, got to kind of, I feel like, especially at the local level, you really got to like work with, with the comedian. Like, you, you, you are in like, like a bit of a dance, dance in, a, in, a in a sense, sense right? right? Man, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to do now is because I used to dub it down, like Josh, the guy who runs bass comedy in the Gold Coast, he, when he started up, man, the guy... You, you look, look how far he's he's, he's come. come. Yeah. Um, because, because I said to him, and, him, and I, I'm, I'm sure a lot, lot of other comedians said this to him, him was like, you're, you're not just running comedy rooms, you are educating people on the Gold Coast, Coast. Yeah. yeah. how to laugh at comedy. Yeah. yeah. Like, like how, how, to, how, to how to sit through a show. show. Yeah. Because they're not dumb or anything. Like people, I wrote them, I wrote people off in country towns, the Gold Coast, whatever, as dumb. I just did my broad material. Yeah. But they're not. They just don't know. They just, they just don't know how to react, react to it, you know. Like yeah. we used to, do, when he first started, we do the Cecil Hotel in Southport, you know, <laughs> an absolute meth den, yeah. crazy <laughs> place. Yeah. And, and it went from like glasses been thrown at you, or fights mid, to, to, pe- to, to me, me actually enjoying the room. room. Like this is sick. Yeah, like this is really fun. And sure, you have your meth heads in there and stuff. But, but you're giving them weird... Con- I used to give them my broad stuff. Like, yeah, and then, then I fucked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, then I started... I seen, seen great comedians like Damien Power, Power, who's a real unique comic. You should get him on sometime, man. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's fucking wildest dude. And um, one, one of the best com- comics in Australia, him and Dan Rath. I saw them get up at the Cecil, put put these weird meta concepts to these people, and people were digging it. You know, yeah. they were like, yeah. And that's, and that's what, what Dusty, Dusty does. Dusty's like, yeah, here's the other side. Like, I'm not, I'm not just going to hit you with Rodney Roode or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, that's, that's probably, like, one of the problems of Australian, Australian comedy, comedy as well. Is like, like not, not a problem, problem but, but you look, look at the people, people that um, laid the foundation or, like, the more famous... Uh, comedians would be like Rodney, Rodney Rude and then, then Carl Barron yeah. and then it's, it's like so much, much of what Carl Barron does is, is like just, just who he is yeah. he's yeah. kind of like, like this weird looking weirdly funny dude, dude that's saying like, like the, the most basic everyday Australian shit but yeah. he's like, like captured that, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, you know what, what I mean? So that's, that's done, done now. Like, yeah. like, and, and that's part, part of the education. It's like, okay, okay well, not, not everyone, everyone can make the Carl Barron, like, would you get this, Mojay? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, that, man, that, yeah. that kind of shit. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, so, so it's, it, it, does it does make sense, sense what you're saying. saying that, that it makes it hard, man. And even though now, because the rooms are a lot better on the Gold Coast, they're good, but even, like, people just don't know how to... Um, people, people, you'll, you'll be on, on the Gold Coast and there's just restlessness. People, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, it's fucking phone addiction. addiction. Dude's Dude's probably playing playing the other people, people are just, just fucking cracking. cracking. Like, hey, give, give me the, the fuck. Look at my phone. Exactly, man. People in Melbourne they really respect the arts. Probably a little bit too much. Like sometimes, yeah, you can say something like not even funny, but it's clever. And they're like, hey, 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 Gold, Gold Coast, Coast, like, like fucking shocks you back into action. Like, whoa, like, these, these people, you, you, you don't walk, walk to the microphone. You, you run, run to the microphone. Because the moment they see you walk in, they're like, well, this guy doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Lost him already. Yeah. 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 There's no room to breathe. You'll have three hours in Melbourne, and that'll be ten minutes on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Because people, even though they're liking it, they're still distracted. They're, like, telling their mates about it, like, 
Yeah, yeah mate, how good is this? Like, like right through, through the millie. Yeah, it's, it's great, great isn't, isn't it? Or, or they'll yeah. get up for a beer, even, even though they're enjoying it. They'll get up for a beer and go, how great is the comedy? Yeah, just free for it. Go, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Man, fucking just sit still, please. You know, like, even last night I was doing a gig here and the crowd, they were nice people. But, but after, after a while, you're just like, you are, you're, 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 you're putting, putting in too much, much and, and then they're, they're, they're ordering shots while the, the, the show is on. And, 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 and I, I got, got back to my sisters and I was, I was worn out. And I'm like, look, look I, love I love coming down here to the Gold Coast, but if I had to perform here for a year straight, I would be a mass murderer. I would take a machine gun in a knobby dark and I would just go, listen here, you fucking bunch of disrespectful pricks. Like, like, this is know, a paint, paint, paint the place. The place you know, know what I mean? Every, 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 every Gold Coast room, room would just go around, around and like. <laughs> but then, then also, like, man, just, just, just when you're about to, like. Just when, when you're about, about to, to, to go, fuck everybody, you know? You know like, like, fucking these Gold Coast people, it's a battle. It's always a battle. I went to Corumban RSL, right? And everyone's, everyone's old in the audience. audience. They're, They're all wearing, wearing white pants, pants and fucking jewelry from surf diving skin. You know all those <laughs> And then I get up there and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to die, die so bad. And then, and then had, had one, one of the best sets of my life. life. Just all really? the people just, just going, yeah. Just, just, just rinsing them. Just, just like, like, you're all nearly dead. And they're just like, yeah. He's right. He's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was so, so the same cinema. I just won $90 on the pokies. Nothing, Nothing you can, can say can touch, touch me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> well, yeah, just, just like the one, one guy with, with his arms folded. I'm like, what's, what's wrong with you, mate? mate? What, one of your investment properties. They didn't pay rent this week or something. I was like, yeah, he's done, he's rich. And yeah, same man in cinema and Rabina. Um, heart, like, like not, not even quarter, quarter full, full, you know. It was just, just during Christmas, Christmas, I guess everyone had everything to do. And, and th- 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 there, there was one comedian that kind of cracked them, but there was about four comedians that didn't really crack them. Not their fault, it was just spaced out in the cinema. And, and then I got up there, and yeah, just like had one of the best sets ever, just and not even using gear and telling them, telling them that I fucking hate the. The, the Gold, Gold Coast, Coast attitude, attitude, and I just want them to close the doors and gas this cinema. <laughs> and, you know, we'll all die together. They're loving it. They're, they're like, like, yes, this is this, this is great. great you know, so, so the, the unpredictability, yeah, is the fight um, makes, makes you better. You know, you know but, but you, you need, need to go back to Melbourne sometimes and go. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, my jokes can breathe here. You know, I can. Oh wow. Well, I wonder, well, I wonder, like, how do you think, think that, that um, like, so, so Dusty, Dusty would go if he went, went to Melbourne? Like, do you think he'd be appreciated in the same way? Or do you think that, like, his style has been kind of molded by the, the, the way the crowds are here, even? Yes, yes and no, I think, like, a guy, a guy like, like Dusty would go, he would kick ass there. He would just destroy it. But I think he could be a bit brash or a bit... But a guy like him would probably adjust very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do see some guys, like... Um, a, a mate of mine, uh, Ben Knight, he managed to escape the Melbourne lockdown. He's, a, he's, a, he's my housemate, actually. And he, and he managed to get down here to Queensland, and he was here for two months. months. Uh, I think even longer, two or three months. And I, and I saw him perform at, at, at Nobby's, and, and he's, he's just, just the best joke writer ever. And he's just going, bam, 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 bam. Not one speck of him. Yeah, yeah. Just, just killing, killing him. him. And, and I was like, bruh, like, like, that, that was such a good set. set. But you, you, you need, need to get back, back up to Melbourne. Melbourne. You need, you, you're, you're just, just becoming 
Just punchline cruise ship guy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But you know, places like and me, I'm not saying as well that you can't. Fucking audiences are just getting better and better here all the time. And 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 I'm not good enough to be weird. Like and and it's not the audience's problem. I'm not good enough to be weird and fucking be still reliable, reliable at the same time, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah whereas dusty has, has that yeah. yeah so that's that's uh that's, that's another concept in itself so, so me saying these things i'm not, not saying like, like you could get, get the mighty boosh up here or whatever yeah. or i don't know what's weird what's what's the weirdest comedy out now i don't know like the weirdest comedian i don't know like you get the weirdest fucking comic here and they would just destroy because they've got that experience yeah they've got that you know you've got something like um like, like uh, talking, talking Heads, like, like the, the weirdest, weirdest band ever. Yeah. yeah. But, but your, your, your dad, dad in the tractor all listen to Talking Heads. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's yeah. what they played at Boo My Pub. Yeah, yeah there's, there's like, like an undeniability kind of where it's like, like it's just objectively good, good no, no matter where, where it is. is. So, so me saying all these things, I'm not saying, oh, you've got to get to Melbourne to get your craft back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but there is like, you know, you do have to adjust to these different, you know, these different crowds. And I guess, like, like being, being able, able to adjust, adjust to that would, would speak to just, just like your, your overall level in the, in the game, game kind of, right? Yeah, yeah exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pride myself, myself on my versatility. versatility. Like, like, I can do alternative rooms. rooms. I got so much weird shit, shit. you know, videos, videos and all that, and dumb, dumb songs, whatever. But then I can also do fucking football club. Yeah. But saying that, I remember I did a cruise ship gig and that was a whole new beast. It was like, I felt, usually I feel like I'm just like, bam, 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 bam. But um, up, 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 up on the, on the, on the cruise, cruise ship, I was like, wow. wow. There's like five, every, in between each punchline, felt, felt like an hour. Yeah. Like, man, these build-ups are too long. Yeah. You know, it's too long. So, yeah, man, it's 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 a real it's a real battle. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, I can't. It'd have to be... It'd, It'd have, have to be, be one of the hardest things that, that you could do. Like, like for, yeah. for, for the, the average person, like if I was like, like hey, Ronan, you have in one, one week's time or one month's, month's time, time, you have to do a stand-up gig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, almost an impossible task. task. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. For yeah. the average person to just, just go and do comedy. Fuck, that is a big, like a tall order. Yeah, man, I was making decent money before COVID. Not, Not like, like decent as in, but like, like decent, decent for comedy. comedy. Yeah. yeah. Because comedy's, comedy's got, got really popular lately in, in, in Australia. Australia. You know, you know, so, so your big acts are in, in demand. Like yeah. the guys on TV, like, you know, you perform with like uh, Tom Ballard or Tommy Little or something yeah. like that. They're, They're all in demand. So Were they radio presenters? Were they the ones that were on Triple J? Tom Ballard was on Triple J. Tommy Little, he's on the project and stuff like that. And, and uh, uh, so, so you've got, got guys like that, like that and then you've got, got like uh, Kitty, Kitty Flanagan, Flanagan or um, uh, who else? Uh, they're, they're all in demand, demand now. Yeah. Like, like hugely in demand. demand. Like you can't pay them enough money to be really. So, so then, then they have, have the smaller clubs that those people used to headline, headline you know. But, but now those guys just go and headline to try out 20 minutes of new material. But they bring us like Tom Gleason will do. You know, you know, three, three nights, nights in Melbourne at my friend's comedy club at um, Basement Comedy, and he'll, you know, he might get paid a grand or two grand. I don't know how much, but it would be over a thousand. Yeah, yeah. he's just trying out new twenty that he wrote. Yeah, yeah. So, so what they need is guys like me who 
uh, just, just who, who can, can do, do the job, job who've, who've got, got a decent, decent following, following but yeah. I, don't, I, I, still I still probably don't bring people. people. Maybe, maybe, maybe one or two people will come to a show for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not really. They'll, they'll, go, they'll, they'll be there for Tom. So there's a... They brought out this whole... There's like a new wave in the industry where like... Because you've got the big headliners... And now, now you, you need, need more people, people under those, those to, to... But then, then that, that gives guys, guys like yourself an opportunity to, to, to like kind of level, level up through, through that, that as well, right? right? Yeah, yeah, man, it's great. great. You, know, you know, it's really cool. cool. Like, and uh, I, yeah, I, I, I just have, have fun doing that. that. You know, I've got a reliable set that I can do. The, the, the worst thing is, is uh, you know, over 12 years and building up my set and then filming my special, I was like, that stuff's burned now. Yeah. But I had to listen back to it to, you know, just cut bits up or whatever to put them on Instagram. And I'm like, fuck. I still haven't written anything that good since this. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's I've got to reset it, you know. So what's your process with writing? Oh, oh man, it used, used to be just like, oh, yeah, yeah just, just walk about and do it, you know, but, but now I sit down, I try to sit down for two hours, hours a day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. but really, I, I don't get, I've got to, I've got to work a different process, I've either got to write for longer, no distractions, no phone, nothing, or I've got to, yeah, I've got to write for longer, or I've got to try a new strategy, yeah, with writing, because I just haven't been getting any good stuff, yeah, really lately, you know? It's been a, a real battle. battle. But, but I, I think, think that, that means that something is good or is it is a Yeah, yeah. You know, as Sterling, Sterling said, you know, it's not... I, I think about quitting all the time. I think about leaving. But, but rather, rather than quit, I'm just going to stay in it yeah. and see where it goes. But, but if, I, if comedy doesn't, you know, amount to anything, who cares? Yeah. At least I've got a body of work that I've... You know, I want to make some... I've still, I've still got, got a few more things, things that I, I want to cross, cross off the list. Um, I'm making a short film with a friend. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been, been writing for a long time, like four years or whatever. I don't care if it doesn't make any money. Yeah, yeah. It'll, It'll probably cost us 20 or 30 grand. grand. As long as it's made and I can look at it and I was like, yeah. Yeah. I made that. You know, I can, even if I'm a teacher's assistant and, you know, my girlfriend works in HR. I'm, I'm like, like, I can say to my kids, yeah, this is what I made. And it was, yeah. And, and, and it all might lead somewhere. Like, it, man, man, there's so many examples of people that have, um, like, like uh, you know, like Bukowski, the, the yeah. poet. He, he, he wasn't famous or known until he was 50. Yeah. And his work is some of the most famous poetry of all time. Like, it's just so weird how, like, and, 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 and you, you can't, can't put stock in, in your trajectory, trajectory yeah. and, 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 and compare that against anything else. else. Because, yeah. like, like you, man, you just, just don't, don't know when, when, when shit could pop. pop. And, like, 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 I like, like Bukowski was, was working, working, I'm pretty sure he was working in a post office yeah. when yeah. he was 50 yeah. years old. Yeah. And, and then, like, his, his, he literally became one, one of the most famous authors of, of all time between, between when he was 50 and when, when he died. died. And, and on his tombstone, like, like famously says, don't, don't try. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you yeah. get people like that, it's just like, like fuck, fuck me. You, you just, just never know. Because he, he wasn't fixated on fucking Instagram or followers or whatever. He was, he was focused on a legacy. Mm. He was focused on something that he would make and be proud of. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and that's like, comedy is a lot, a lot of kids in it. Like, like people don't grow up, myself included. Just, just, it's just a lot of lost people. Yeah. But now there's grinders. There's people are like, oh, yeah, I've worked it out. If I just do that little bit more work, I can make that, which is good, but also... You, you can't, can't get boiled down. And I remember I, I had, I've, 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 you know, you know I had an opportunity where I auditioned for a, you know, a TV show on Channel 10. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, one, one of those game, game shows was, was I don't know, yeah. Um, but, but I was like, like, oh, 
it, it would, would be, be cool, cool to be honest, honest and, and I wouldn't say, say no. no. Yeah. yeah. But, but I was so hung up on, like, oh, will I get this? Oh, wouldn't it be great if I got this? My parents could see me on TV. Yeah. But then thinking... Man, Man, if young, young if, if early, early comedy, comedy me saw me trying to fight for this, yeah, is I would be disappointed in myself. Like, yeah, why would I fight for this? Like, I want to make the fucking mighty boosh. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to make Monty Python. I want to, you know, I want some cool stories. You know, like, yeah. So you know, I was on like ABC comedy up late, and it was cool. Um. But, but I worked, worked hard, hard to do that, that set, and it and didn't really, really work out on the night. You know, you know people weren't really getting into it. I don't yeah. But, but I just, I worked, I worked hard, hard at that set, and I had, I had no regrets about it. About it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yep, yep I, did I did the best, best I could. could. Whereas, Whereas most other situations, I'm like, oh, I could have done that so much better. Yeah, yeah. Because I was lazy and shit. You know, I was just, now it's not about, before it was like, where will this get me? Where will this work get me? Oh, it could get me this many tickets. But, but stuff like, like this, man, man I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come, come on here to promote anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't come on here to fucking. I wanted, I wanted to talk motorbikes. That's, that's what, what I wanted to talk about. about. You know, I, 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 I wanted to fucking, you know, see, see all the cool, cool shit. shit in, yeah, in, in, in your yeah. office, you know, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like, like that's, that's it, man. That's it for me. Yeah, like that's that's the objective. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place to come from too. Yeah, and 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 to speak to what Kowski said, like don't try, like feel like the. Genuine, genuine intentions, intentions are, like, like intentions, intentions are a funny thing, thing in, the, in, the, in the way in which I think, I think most people can um, like, like read people's intentions pretty clearly. Like yeah. you can yeah. say a fucked up thing, and if you've got good intentions, yeah, yeah, or like, like no, or like no bad, bad intentions present. present. Like, like it's pretty easy to like uh, to, to figure that, that out. Or yeah. you can say a nice thing with bad intentions, and it's equally it's yeah. like what the fuck, dude. So, so I think, yeah, like, yeah, like just good, genuine intentions for things, things and, and like doing, doing it because you enjoy it or it's funny, funny to you. And then it's, it's like, like it's going to hit somewhere. Well, yeah, well, yeah man, that's it. it. And I often, often think back to when, when I wrote my best stuff and it was when I was, um, I wasn't at a good place in my life. When I wrote, I was very broke. Um, I was, yeah, I guess I was always getting drinks somehow. Yeah, yeah. I always, always get drinks, drinks in comedy. comedy. Yeah, and I was so, so broke, broke, and uh, I had a lot of, you know, I guess a lot, a lot of stress not being able to, you know. You know there's a lot of things where you're like, oh, I can't see my family because I don't have any money to yeah. fly a plane to see them. Yeah, yeah. or I can't take that business opportunity. Yeah, because I can't fly to see those people, or whatever. Or, but having just the backup of being a, you know, having a job and going, yeah, well, I can buy this prop. Yeah, like yeah, I can buy, buy the dumbest, dumbest fucking thing ever because I just got that little bit of backing. Yeah, that, that you know. Um, so, so now I'm trying to reach that medium level, like, like trying, trying to still tap into that. that yeah, that unique part of my brain. Yeah, yeah. But, but still like not be, not be fueled, fueled by, by panic and terror. And terror. <laughs> yeah, man, dude, like I can fucking relate. I've spent. I just, I just have been, been so broke, broke for so long trying yeah. to do all, you know, yeah. the, the yeah. shit that I was doing. Like, I, had, I had, like, fucking horror stories, like, living in America yeah. of, yeah. of, like, no, no fuel, fuel, man. Like, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. driving, trying, trying to get, get to a shoot, no, no fuel in my car. car. Car stops. I'm, I'm in Compton. Compton. It's, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. morning. I, have I have to wait 
in, in a, a fucking, fucking car park in, in Compton, Compton at, at a fucking, fucking service station, station till my, my mum wakes, wakes up to transfer me $20 for fuel so that, so that I can get to the shoot that I've now missed. You know, you know what I mean? Just shit like that. Yeah. And then the, the international flights that I'm trying to make and I've got no fucking money and I'm trying to get onto this flight. I know I've got a fuckload of oversized baggage and if they... Charge me, me like, like if I can't, can't gypsy, gypsy my way to get my baggage for free, then I, they, they won't, won't let me on the plane. plane. I, I won't be able to fly from like fucking London, London to, to LA, you know. know. So, so it's, it's just like, like and, 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 and it, it takes a, a it, it frustrated a lot of the people around me because they're like, like yeah, how can you do that? Like, how can you live like that? And to me at the time, I just I had it in my head that it was going to be worth it, it was going to going to pay, pay off, off like yeah. something was going to happen that made all this worth it and made yeah. all this make sense to people that's, that's a, a fucking real, real thing, thing man yeah. and you know it, it takes a very very like, like people, people look down on that ability to, to just be fucking broke and, 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 and like pretty like, like borderline, borderline miserable and depressed yeah but, but just, just with, with this goal and intention in mind to like something like blind faith that like i'm good enough to yeah. do something that, that will warrant, you know, success, success and all of this will be changed and all of this will be different. And, like, and, and man, for in, in my case, case like, like never, ever, ever, ever in, in my life, life would I have thought, thought I'd be doing a podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And, and it secretly led you here. Yeah, yeah all yeah. of that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, All of the times have been, like, like super, super broke and, and fucking trying, trying to make these, these things, things happen and living in America. And, like, even, even just a blind, stubborn fucking not leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just didn't, didn't leave when I should have should have left, left it. it. You know, you know, so, so all, all that, that shit, shit and it just led, led to this, this which, which is this, this in turn has become, become the best thing in my life. This is the best thing that I've ever done in my life. And, and it, it came, came off the back of just, just being like fucking insanely broke for so <laughs> fucking long, you know? <laughs> so, so it's just, it's just one, one of those things, things I think that if you, if you, if you can stay in the, the fucking grind, like, like yeah. Yeah. same with this, like, like People, people don't, don't know how, how fucking gnarly Sam's story is. You know, yeah. like, he's yeah. the, the real, real version of the, the shit that, that he went, went through. And this is 10, 10 years old, his club, club company. company. Yeah. And, and now it's killing it. But, like, dude, the, the amount, amount of times that he could have given up and been perfectly within reason. reason. And yeah. then yeah. everyone would be like, you know what, man? Fucking makes sense. Like, fair enough. Your next yeah, thing, thing will be good, good blah, 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 blah. But, but yeah, yeah just, he, he fucking, fucking stuck, stuck it out just long enough for it to, it to fucking, fucking pop. Oh, oh man, it's so good. Yeah, yeah I, can't I can't wait, wait to get some of those gloves. They're, They're sick. Yeah, yeah, dude. I saw the Gypsy Tales one. Oh, man. Oh, man. That'd be sick. Yeah, I'm excited because I get to look at all this gear again. You know, you know what I mean? mean? Like, like, I know, I know most, most of the stuff I buy is road gear. Yeah. yeah. Just other stuff, like, like my, my, my parents bought me some boots for Christmas. Christmas. I'm, I'm stoked, man. Buying, buying, buying all that gear, looking at all the motocross, motocross magazines, man. Oh, so, so I remember I bought a Shuey helmet, helmet and, it and it was silver. Yeah. Like, like silver and green. green. It was beautiful, man. It was so beautiful. And I pulled it back out years ago when I started riding my dad's XR600 and some rats had eaten all the inside of it. Oh, yeah. And I was devastated because it was such a beautiful helmet. Have you still got it? Uh, no, no, I think, I think we, we threw, threw it away somewhere. somewhere. It was. Uh, I remember it being because you'd, you'd always get O'Neill helmets. Yeah. You'd, you'd always get the O'Neill ones because they were two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look sick. 
Um, but, but I remember I went, went you know, my, my, my brother and I would work on the cotton farm. farm. We, we were the richest kids at school because we would just work our guts out every holidays. Driving a tractor 12 hours a day. We were rich. We had the best motorbikes. That's the best. You know, you know that, that, that was one of my richest times when I was like 14. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah I, bought, I, bought I bought a Shoei helmet, helmet uh, from some, some motocross place in Toowoomba. And it was, oh, it was my pride and joy, man. He bought, he bought, he bought the Fox helmet when it, when it first came out. Yeah. 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 I remember there was like the real expensive one, and there was the mid range one that was like four or five hundred bucks. What year was that, you reckon? Uh, that, that would have been, been around 1998 or something like that, 97. Type, type in 1998 Fox, Fox Helmet. I want to see one, one of those. Man, it, it was so, so good. It was, it was called, called like the, the, oh, the Jet, Jet 1 or something, or something like that, that, the M1. Oh, was it? Hmm. don't know. Daniel. Oh, yeah. Pilot. Was it called? Yeah, I think it was that style. The Pilot Helmet. Yeah, that's 2000. Man, that was a sick helmet, you know. My, My dad, dad just bought, bought a, um, an, an Arai. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and that, that was always the dream, dream to me, yeah. to get, get an Arai, you know. Um, man, uh, loved. Oh, that's it. That, that was beautiful. Oh, so, so good, good, man. Troily Designs. Yeah. I remember, I don't know if you remember seeing this, man, the LBZ motocross team. Yeah. And they had fully chrome bikes. Yeah. They were That was the dream, man. Like chrome dipped as well. Like not spray painted. Like mirror finished motocross bike. I will have one one day. Yeah. Man, just flying around on one of those. Beautiful, man. All the bikes now look pretty sick, though. Yeah. I've got one of those KTM 350s. Man, I've seen it. It looks sick. Incredible. It's fucking yeah. insane how cool, cool those bikes are. are right? yeah. like, it, from, from every angle that, that you can, can look, look at one of those bikes, it just, just looks fucking sexy. The, the mirror finish. Like, and like, I, love I love your bike, man, because nothing, nothing gets me more than just those black mags, the black ribs. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. You're just like ripping around on one of those, man. And then the... um. I always, I always wanted, wanted when I was a, when, when I was growing up to get a KDM 380 SX because I was in the two-stroke era, and um, but they were that was when KDM was a bit dodgy. Yeah, that was when they were keep taking money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, 380 cc's of two-stroke. Wow, that'll put a fucking, fucking horn on a jellyfish. jellyfish. Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my mate had a CR500 and he had a WR500. But they, 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 were too, but they were too big, yeah. I reckon, yes. Yes. for a two-stroke. They were just, you were, you were, you were a tea towel on the bars, you know? Yeah. Whereas, Whereas something like that still looks pretty fucking nimble. That, that, that does look pretty, pretty fucking good, good to be honest. honest. Yeah, yeah, man, and they reckon the weight, that was one of my dream bikes, but... I'll I'll always I never even heard, heard one of those. Man, so, so beautiful. Look at, but, but they, they, they were expensive back, back then, I think. And, but, but the, the coolest, coolest thing about the KTM as well has got that, that, that I don't know why they do it, but that, 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 um, that rise in the swing. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's just a nice little detail. It's like that fucking Austrian detail that's so beautiful, you know? Yeah, man. Like, the KTMs nowadays are just so insanely good. I mean, all the manufacturers are good. It's not. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like they're fucking heads, heads and shoulders, shoulders but, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. They've just, just got, got something going, going on with, with that company. I think, I think it's probably to do with the fact that they're, they're not like, like well, well, they're, they're starting, starting to get huge. But, but you, you look, look at, at Honda, Honda, 
Yeah, yeah. The, the amount, amount of yeses, yeses and noes and flagpoles that are blanket. Yeah. Honda yeah. has to go through to get any, any kind of approval. approval. Yeah. yeah. And, and KTM was just like this nimble manufacturer that could kind of just do. They were like really rogue. Yeah. And fuck, they've pushed like that. They've changed the market, dude. And from these bikes here, like they really weren't very good. No, 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 no. You always see some rich guy in Indy Gully races with a cup. Yeah, yeah. And it would blow my mind. Like, why would anyone buy them? But now, fast forward, you know, 10, 20 years later, you're like, oh my god, they're ahead of the market. You know, and the bike, they always do these weird engine sizes that are just perfect. Like, like, you know, that, like that 690 adventure thing. thing. That, yeah. that, that looks like, like the perfect adventure bike. Like, yeah. yeah. I, rode I rode my mate's one and I'm just like, this is the perfect thing between... I've actually never rode, rode one, one of those. I'd, I'd, yeah. I would love to ride one of them. Man, Man it's the perfect thing between a WR... 450 um, yeah, yeah, you, you, you would have never, never, I would have never believed that a Beamer would, would be like, like a decent bike, but all bikes are just so good now and just so, yeah. Before you just had motocross, enduro, and maybe a little bit of adventure. You had maybe your, your Dakar 650 or whatever. Yeah. You never really got over 650 with a dirt bike besides the Beamer 1200 or whatever. Yeah. But now you've got like... Motocross that can still kind of get registered. Yeah. Well, my brother's got, um... My, my brother's, brother's got, got one of the KTM, KTM 350 EXCs, oh, and man. like that thing is insane. Like he, yeah. he, he got, got, I think he got Dan Dirt the first year that they did that Aussie race. race. He, got he got fourth in the Coupe de Gras race, race, which was like, like an hour motocross race. race. <laughs> and it was on a bike with a fucking headlight. <laughs> How crazy, crazy is that? that? Oh, oh man, I even, I read a review on the latest Triumph Scrambler. Oh, it is Man, Man, it's crazy, crazy. and uh, they're, they're just, just a, you know, you know the Triumph, Triumph, there's, there's the, the there's the twelve hundred, but yeah, there's, there's the, the, the I think there's the eight hundred or the, so, so you got, yeah, yeah, got like that's, that's the twelve hundred, but I think there's the one that's slightly smaller, which is like the nine hundred or some shit. But anyway, man, you see guys just because it's based on the old scrambler, yeah, you know, like from the old days of motocross. Got, the, the, the guy in the review, oh, he's, he's, he's getting air on it. You know, you know he's, he's just, he's like, like this, this guy's, guy's taking a berm on a, a twelve hundred. Like, like that, that would have been never possible twenty years ago. ago. No, yeah. that's, that's so true. true. He's, he's got, got like, like the old school, school bell helmet, helmet too. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I want one of those. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Because people are just like, you know, there wouldn't have been a market for this years ago. But, but now, now there's like, like yeah, I'm an old guy, I'm like 50, I've got spare money. money. I don't, I, I want to feel cool. Like, like I still want that upright, yeah. like that up, upright bar. I still want it to hit corners on the tar. But then I still want it to rip a berm. Yeah, yeah. And I still want to feel good on the highway. Yeah. No way, man. You can do it. Look up the new Ducati Adventure Bike. Oh, yeah. These look crazy, Insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll I would have never, never believed this as well. As well. Oh, oh, man. Stop, stop it. 12.60. That, that is insane. Look, look and, and just look at that guy on the pegs. Sideways. Just... Does, does not, not give, give a fuck. No, nah, not, not giving, giving a, a single, single fuck. fuck. And, and um, the, the multi strata. The, the problem with my dad's twelve hundred is the wheelbase is quite small at the front. So, so if you hit a pothole, it, it like yeah, it's, it's like, like a scooter. scooter yeah. You know? yeah. Whereas, Whereas that, you like, like look at that diameter on the front. Like that, that's gonna crush. Yeah, yeah, that, that thing, thing looks insane. insane. <laughs> go, go, go to that, that picture, picture the first one under the related images, images there. Nah, uh, down, down to the down, down here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, now go, go across, across one. one. Yeah, yeah, that one there. there. I saw it. Damn, yeah. that, that, that looks sick. Yeah, that looks sick. 400 and an Enduro Multistrada. Fuck. Oh, oh how's that? that? Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Is, is that, that a video? video? Yeah. Oh, yes. I want to see it as well. This, this looks, looks great. great. Um, I, haven't I haven't seen, seen these things, things in action, action yet. yet. You, 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 you might have... Fuck, it goes in reverse. The roof is backwards. These things are that fucking good, they throw the roof backwards. The tyre is a... The roof is a tractor tyre. Look at that, he's the Oh my God. What the fuck? Yes. Who is this guy? Is, is this, this Jack, Jack Miller? Miller? Oh, no, no shit. Man, that, <laughs> that is incredible. Dude. <laughs> yes. Look, Look at that. It's on, on the... F- man, man, that's, that's that, that second gear thing, thing I was telling you about. Yeah. 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 First. Boom. Dude. <laughs> that track actually looks unreal. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Dude, I didn't I think, think that bike could be able to do that. that. Not, Not from, from looking, looking at it. They, they can, can do it, man, but there's a guy. You probably, probably know him. Wow, I'm super impressed, impressed by that. There's, there's a guy in your crew, or I follow him on Instagram, who hangs, hangs out with Harry and those guys. guys. Manny Mac? Yeah. And he's yeah. got that CB. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. that CB. Yeah. And that's the best thing I've ever seen. Dude, I was actually before when you were talking about guys that can like take turns and shit on those bikes. I was going to show you Manny Mac's Instagram. Because like, that was here. Like some of those jumps out the front. Like, you know, the driveway. Yeah. He put like a steel ramp there and he'd fucking go and jump that CB. I think it's like a CB750 or something. Yeah. 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 Dude, that is. Yeah. See if you can find it. Man, that's. That's, that's, that's crazy because um, um, that's, there's, there's a guy, a guy what, his, his name is, is, is oh, yeah, oh yeah that's right, his name is Miles Davis. Davis. Have you heard, heard of that guy? No. So he teaches, he teaches the BMW um, rallies. Like he teaches, look at, look at him, him jumping the Indian right Fuck yes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a G, G dude. Man. That was a cool That's one of the gnarliest motocross tracks in Australia. Oh, I heard Coolum's nuts, man. Look at, is that Emma there? Or is that Maddie? That's, that's his, his sister. sister. Oh, that's what I'd, I'd love, love to do a bit of dirt track. track. Yeah. Like yeah. Harley or something like that. Yeah, yeah look, look at, look at that, that on his Indian right there. Go up. Yeah. yeah. Look and at that, dude. Is he just a photographer full time? Well, he used to be in Nitro Circus. Like, he used to be. Like, he's an incredible rider, dude. Yeah, because I just love the shit he does. I follow it and, man, that is. <laughs> I actually sometimes, sometimes forget how, how fucking, fucking cool, cool my friends are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that is, is awesome, man. man. Well, well, it's, it's cool, man, because you, you get, get to meet all kinds of, of 
um, celebrities, celebrities in comedy, comedy you know? know? Yeah. yeah. Big people. And I'm pumped, I'm pumped about, about it, but I'm more, I'm more pumped, pumped about just meeting dudes, dudes like this. It's just like, oh, oh well, you're the guy for... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, stand-up's good, but it's boring. You know, I want to fucking jump. I want to hit a ramp on a CB750. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, that is incredible. I remember seeing this video. So, so pumped. pumped. And, he's and he's got, got that, that... Oh, he's, he's got, got that, that CV set up. Set up. Oh, it does, does the cross up. up. That's, That's a fucking <laughs> big job, dude. Yeah. Oh. That is cool, man. Yeah. Oh, that, that is, is so, so cool. cool. Um, he's, he's such a G. He's, he's pretty, pretty much the nicest dude you've ever met in your entire life. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking lord. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what my dad, dad told me when he went and did the, uh, the, Beamer, the Beamer, the BMW course you can do. So you can, so you can take a guest along as well. Oh, from, oh, and yeah. It doesn't have to be a Beamer. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he said that this, this, this um, Miles Davis guy, um, apparently he's got some videos on YouTube, he, he treats a 1200 like a like a 250. Like he said, he's glued to this Beamer. Yeah. And he just doesn't, he'll go through anything, sand, water, it doesn't matter, jumps. He said it's just yeah. yeah, and he, and he teaches, teaches you everything. everything. He's like, like you, you can lift it. You can be. You, I'll, I'll teach you how a child can like lift up the beam of twelve hundred. Just using right. these techniques. So, so what's what's it, he, he does, does like a riding, riding school. school. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like BMW, BMW do, do a riding school. school. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm really, really plugging the beamers here. I'm not getting any money from you. You know, should get some money after this. Yeah, maybe after this, man. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he does, does these writing, writing schools and, uh, my dad went and did one and he said, just watching this guy is incredible. You know? Yeah. Because, because, I mean, if you, you know, I don't, don't want to sound, sound like a dickhead, dickhead or anything, but, but, but when, when you're on it, after all, I remember when I first jumped on my dad's Beamer, I was like, it would be like jumping on that Ducati or the CB, you're like, whoa, yeah, yeah, so heavy, whoa, and you feel rattly, you feel all this steel, yeah, you know, whereas on your KDM, you just like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like a tire and yeah, 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 yeah that's it, man. But after a while, like after riding it for a few days, yeah. like, oh, oh man, this you don't, you don't even notice it. it. You, you just, just think it's a motocross bike. bike. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, well, that's what, what we did Cape York. Because um, I, I, I don't get... I mean, I mean probably after Cape York, I started riding a bunch more. Like, got me really back into it. But man, to spend 10 days on your bike... And be, be like, like on, on it for eight, eight hours, hours a day, day. man. Yeah, I have improved so much. Like, yeah, I, I would, would tell anybody, like, like if you want, want to get good at riding a bike, you've got to go, go do some kind of trip where you're riding every single day. Because yeah, yeah, right. After, after a while, while, like there, there was, you know, you, know, you do, do a little river crossings and stuff like that, and um, and you just. The, the stuff, stuff at the start, start of the week, week where, you know, you, know, you get, get down, down you, you have to turn, turn around. around. Yeah. yeah. But, but then, then by, by the, you know, middle of the week, you're just dropping it down. You're just, just, you know, doing 360s out of stuff, wheeling over things. Yeah. Or, you, know, <laughs> you know, you're just, the, 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 the speed, your idea of speed changes and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, like eight, 80Ks of the, the first week that we were doing the, um, the first, or the first, first few days, days that we were on that cake ride, ride, I'd be I'd like 90 k's on, on, on the dirt roads and, and, and whining and not really knowing, being real gun shy and real nervous. And then you go, go sit down, down some of the straight roads, roads that were real ball dusty and sandy and it's wiggling around, around and you're just, just, you're just fucking anxious the whole time. time. But, but then, then after day four, day five, day six, day seven, you just don't give a fuck anymore. And the sections, we were... There, there was, was one section, section in particular I really, really remember riding through, through um, on, on the, the way, way into Cohen, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure. 
and, and uh, I, remember I remember on the way, way in, I was, I was probably, probably doing like 90Ks, 90Ks through it. It was yeah. all twisty, twisty roads, twisty dirt roads. roads. And, and then, then on, on the way, way back, we went, went through the same, same road, did it backwards. backwards. I was, I was doing, doing 130. Man, that's so cool. And that's, and that's just, just a week, week difference. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly man. man. There's a guy, you know, we, you know, we, we call, call we call Stewie the, the machine. machine. He, he, he right, you know, he's, he's got, he's, he's the bloke with the two KTMs. Yeah, yeah. He'll just, he'll just, he'll just, he'll just, he'll yeah, dirt robes. Sits, sits on one forty. He just pulls away. He's just like, yeah, just, just a machine. And he's sixty. Yeah, sixty. And he's just like chilling. He's just, yeah, he's he's he leads the rides, you know, with the GPS and all that. And, and uh, uh, it's, it's just, just beautiful, beautiful watching him, you know, you know trying, trying to stick on him and stuff is such a great challenge. challenge. Oh, yeah. But, but man, you're right, man. We did a ride once where we rode up to, to um, you know, North Queensland from Tenerfield. My dad used to work there farm in Tenerfield. We rode all the way up, you know, to Fraser Island. And then a lot of the boys had to peel off. But my brother and I, we still rode with Stewie and one of our other mates and went back down towards Armadale. Yeah. yeah, and so, so we've been, been riding, riding for five days, days and, and I'm like, like yeah, yeah, my ass really hurt. hurt. I'm like the third day, my ass was hurting, and, and I was cursing Stewie's name. I was like, man, let's just stop. Fuck, like. like. But, then but then after I broke through that patch, when when, we, when my brother and I stopped at Armadale, and we done like so many k's together through dirt, like two thousand k's or whatever, or even longer. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, man, I was just getting, getting into it. it. Yeah. yeah, I was just getting into it in five days. days. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was. Uh, and then, and then I, said I said to my dad, I said, before you know, you're too old to ride. We got, we got a ride, ride for two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. We, got we got a ride, ride for like two and a half weeks or something. Well, you, well, you got, got a good bike for that shit now. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it's good. It's got, it's got a lot of k's on it. It was only two and a half grand. Yeah, it's got eighty thousand. It's got eighty thousand k's on it. Yeah, which is a lot. So, so I'm, I'm hoping, hoping to just, just get it to winter, winter and, and then do a rebuild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that that was the thing with. Um, so, so we we grew, we grew up in Cairns. Cairns so we we done done Cape York, York a bunch of times, times as kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Dad, 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 dad rode the motorbike up. He had that XR 600. And so he was in this. A lot of our families like cops and stuff. So we um they had like the police riders and something group or whatever. So it was called Prang. That was like the acronym. And, and, um, and, and so, so they, they were in that club, club for years. And like, that's, that's all we did when we were kids. kids we'd, we'd go away with Dad and this like Crank motorcycle, motorcycle club. club. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, so, yeah, so yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd be, be in the car. Mum would drive. We had this old 60 series Land Cruiser. My mum would drive with us three kids and one of the other wives in the Land Cruiser. And then Dad would ride in the bikes. And so that was like, all of my childhood memories of that is going up. And then, you know, Dad had. Be, be doing, doing wheel stands on, on the beach with us, like, like all, all you know, you know punts and bailey, all, all these just crazy memories that we've got from being a kid. kid. And that, and that was, was the whole thing thinking of last year, year. Uh, yeah, yeah, last year, 20, no, 2019, when we, when we did the Kate, was like, like man, we've, we've done, done this ride with dad, dad as, as kids in the car, but like now we've got to do it on bikes with him before he's getting too old because he's like in his mid 50s now. And and his knees were real fucked from just years of racing and work and all that. And we're like, like his knees are getting fucked, he's probably going to be too old to ride. So we're like, we've got to pull the trigger on it. And I was thinking that we had three cars as a support. We had 15 of us in total. And and, um, and and I was like, like Dad's, Dad's probably gonna be able to ride too much of this, this. And, yeah. you know, yeah. he'll, he'll do he'll, he'll do his, the, the, the easy days, days pulling the trailer, whatever. He rode, he rode every, every fucking kilometer of the trip, oh, and right. we got, got this awesome photo, photo of me, him, and my, my brother. brother. That's, that's actually, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, man. But yeah, we've just got this like epic photo of the three of us. At, at the, the, oh, the, the, like, the very tip, tip of Australia. Australia. That's, That's the dream. dream. Oh, oh, dude, it was, it was so sick. sick. And, and the, the, it's what, what the, the, probably the coolest, coolest part of it is, is he went, went and got stem cells, cells and stuff on his knees. knees. Yeah. Like, like his knees are in like, like best, best they've been since, since he was probably in like his late 30s. And we're going to do it again this year. So I think we're going to make it. It'll probably be like something that we do regularly. He's got one of those 250 rallies. Have you seen those things? No. Dude, show a picture of that. There, there, there's, there's this Honda, Honda thing that, that Honda, Honda make, make. and uh, they're, they're fucking sick, sick dude. He, yeah, the, the, literally, it was, was the perfect, oh, it was yeah. the perfect bike, and we were like, like man, 250, it's going to be super slow, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like geared just, just right. right, he, he just, just bought Olin's suspension for it. Oh, really? Yeah, so now it's got full-on Olin's suspension, but man, that thing, that was like the perfect bike. I was actually, I was hoping and kind of planning on, on him, him pushing out, out of a couple, couple of days, days riding, riding yeah. so yeah. I could jump, jump off the 450 and all that thing. Because that, 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 that was probably one of the best bikes, bikes on the trip. Oh, oh man, that's so beautiful. I love, I love, I love the, the new Hondas. So nice. Uh, like the, the new Alpine, Alpine twin, twin looks sick. And the, uh, my, my mate Tom Jack was talking about four. His CR450. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen the new one? Have you seen the new motocross one? No. Look up that. The new motocross CR450 that one just did is absolutely insane. I'm trying to, because my dad's got the the Beamer 650 Sateo, right? And it's sexy. Oh, man, that looks light. Yeah, yeah that, how, like how, how light, light would that be? The, yes, they're, they're not, not as, as light, light as they should be. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but no, no that's beautiful. I think they're like, like two, two kilos, kilos lighter, lighter than, than last year's, year's one. Once, Once again, again got, got those black mags, mags you, know? you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's the. I think that's like the work that one. Um, sorry, man, my phone went off. That's fine. But yeah, man, like seeing how far four strokes have come. Oh, oh man, it's, it's crazy! crazy. Yeah. But, but I always, always regret, man. I always regret. So I had, I had, an, I had one, one of the best motocross bikes ever made. I had a '96 model CR250. I was hoping, hoping you were going to say that. that. Why? Because that, that is probably the best, best motorcycle ever made. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, <sighs> I will regret it. Always selling it, and it was such a beautiful bike. They are beautiful, beautiful. I always regret it, man. My brother had the. 97, 97 model with the alloy frame, frame. Oh, that's so and uh, it was it, the, the power was too unpredictable. Whereas the, that, that still flew, and the coolest thing was was seeing it on uh, crusty demons of dirt, um, seeing just whipping. Everyone had a CR, you know. You know? Why is it why is every, every now and then or a KX? Yeah, yeah. But, but the, the, that, that model was the one. one. That, that was like that's the beast. That's probably the coolest bike. Yeah, ever made, made in motocross, or, or like, like the, the night between, between like 93, 96, like, like that, that little, little but, but if, if of that, that little, little time period, period there, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably like, like unicorn Honda. Honda. Man, Man, it was then because the, the uh, I remember Jeremy McGrath getting on the uh, alloy frame and he hated it. Yeah. Yeah. And he went back to his '96. Yeah, I think I think it was a '93 frame that was like the one that he loved. Oh, that's right. I think I think even in '96 he rode the '96. Go, go, go type, type in 93. Just, just the, the, yeah, yeah, I want to see, see how, how different it is. I could, I could be, be wrong, wrong on this. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was probably, probably pretty... pretty yeah. yeah. 
I can't, I can't I don't know, know if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, I'm oh, there's a 96, 96 one there. Yeah, yeah the, the 96, 96 one, one was the, I'm pretty, pretty sure that, that was the terraformer bike. bike. Remember yeah. the terraformer? Oh man, that was double great. I've actually been to that track. Um... There's, there's a, a there's a guy, guy I follow. Uh, so I think, sick. I think his name is on, on Instagram. Hillsack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, man that, that, that guy rules. And, and he he put, he put out, out a part or something just on um on, on Instagram reels. Yeah, yeah. Where, where he had, he had uh, the song by Lard, which is in the Guy Parrot part of Terraforma Four, Defenders of the Faith. Dude, there's, there's, a song song by, there's a song by, by Lard, and it's, and it's got, got this dude, dude. I never saw him anything else. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, his, his name, name was Guy Parrot. And his part in the, the Terraformer 4 film was just him ripping, ripping these. Is, is, is it, I wonder if it's on him, man. Guy Parrot. Yeah, Terraformer 4. And the song was just so, so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terraformer 5. Yeah, maybe Terraformer 5. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the song, song is incredible. incredible. Turn it a little bit. Is this, is this it? it? Or, or it's a different one. Can I think it might have been Terraformer 4. But, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was Terraformer 4. It was called Terraformer 4 Defenders of the Faith or something like that. Dude, those Terraformer movies were insane. Oh, oh wow, there's a... Oh, there, oh, there you, you go. go. Just, just turn, turn the music down, down on that. Because it'll, it'll get a flag, flag for us. us. Oh, yeah. So, so just scroll, scroll through, through until... Oh, until oh one someone's re-digitized. Yeah, Fox, Fox did, did this. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fox, Fox only recently, recently did this. Yeah. Oh, is that... Oh, no. That's it. Go back a bit. Yeah, so... Play the song for you really quick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a song, a song called, called uh, it's a song, song by a band called Lard. It's like um, uh, one, one of the guys, guys from oh, Ministry. So <laughs> sick. It's, 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 it's a part that I always love, and there's a part. I do there's remember this. There's, there's a part there. There's this, there's this part, and he cuts, cuts a tree off. That's it. Yes. That's fucking mode. I remember a kid just being sixteen, and I was just. Man, this is the best thing I've ever seen, and just that is cool, man. And everyone rode two strokes back then, so hearing this thumper tearing up the hill was like, and look at him, this is all style, man. This is this is this is what we got to get. This is the peak we got to get to. Yeah, like just looking like this crashes. Yeah, he's. He's, he's, it was just, just a bit, anyway, like that Hillsack guy put, put up a bit of him, him just cut out the trees, yeah, to that song. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, man, this is... It's oh, Justin, Justin Hill, right? Hillsack, Hillsack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Hill. That, that guy released some beautiful parts, man. Oh, yeah, man. He puts art into... Into what? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so... Which one was that? It was ages ago, so I don't know if I it, man, but... Yeah, yeah cuz it's, it's just all, all him. him. Man, he's, he's got, got some beautiful, beautiful parts, man. man. Yeah. Um and one one, one, one motorbike, motorbike video I'd love, love to watch again was uh the no, no fear chapter, chapter one, 1, I think. I think. And it had, and had the carry heart backflip in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah and that's a beautiful film. film. I remember yeah. watching it cuz I remember, I remember the Crusty Demons Crusty Demons, Demons 2 is like a cinematic masterpiece. You know, you know, like, like the, the way the Seth Enslow jumps in the dunes. Yeah. And, then and then they, they kind of, of 
they they, they, they kind of went, went more home, home video, video after that. that. Yeah, and then they, and then they went, went like full party, party and, and yeah. touring yeah. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Kind of, kind of became jackass a little bit, you know. Yeah. And it, and it was fine. fine. That's the route that they went down. But then, then, then when, when Chapter One came out, or Terra Firma Four, I was like, yeah. Yeah. "This is a beautiful cinematic masterpiece." Like, yeah. It had, it had that, that bit in the end. It's got, it's got a Mr. Bungle song that I love. It's one of my, one of my favorite albums. albums. It's, it's got Carrie Hart like smoking in a, in a chair, and then, and then he just gets up, and there's all these fires and stuff, and then he goes and does the backflip, and it was the best thing ever, you know. And it was so beautiful. Like they must have. The budget, the budget must have been huge. It, it, it would have been, been big back, back then. then. You know, um, and, you and you just buy the tape with the cardboard case around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a, a huge price. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was like 50 bucks or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and that, that was just an incredible master. And, and that's, that's one, one of my dreams. dreams. I mean, it's, it's, it's on, on the side, side that I would like to make a, a motorbike video one day. You know, yeah. you know, just, just like be able, able to get like a bunch of guys, guys like, Bink like Bink or the Hillsack guy and stuff. And you're like, all right, this is what I want. I want like, I want like heaps of weird shit going on. And you know, like nice. Well, Hillsack does already, but those beautiful zoom ins as they're flying through the air, you know. Just stuff like that would be beautiful, you know. Man, it's it's so sick to. Think, think back, back to, to some, some like, like my childhood, childhood memories of watching, watching those, those films. films. They, they completely shaped my life. life. They, they completely yeah. shaped yeah. my like, like, what, what I thought about, about what, what I wanted, I wanted to, be to be when I grew up, up my, my music taste. Yeah. Like, like um, I was, I was, we had we a chick on the other, other day, day and, and um, we were talking about Napster and And I would get on and then back of the crusty DVDs and DVDs. And that's how I found music. And, and that's, that's how, how I would find people that I would become, become friends, friends with. Yeah. I would become friends with people that were into the same music. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, I love this crusty. I'm like, you know what crusty is? is? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. It's, and, and it's so cool because like that, that, um, that song, uh, it's, it's, it's called War Pig Renaissance by the band Lard. And that's a side project from one of my favourite bands. Um, ministry. Yeah. Uh, they did like industrial metal. metal. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, the guy, guy from, from the Dead Kennedys, Jello Biafra. Yeah. He sings right. on it. So, so it's like. No shit. And, and, and I remember hearing that song going, oh my God. Wow. wow I finally found this song. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Never. And I heard it somewhere randomly. And then I was like, I tracked it down. I should hand it to someone. And I'm like, oh wow. It's these two guys. You know? Because back then, man. I think, I think now, now it's, it's, it's prevalent, prevalent. But, but back then you, you, you had, had some cool weirdos working on shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, like, like you, you had guys, guys that were like, they had, they had there was art behind stuff. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, you have Fast and, and Furious, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And, and that's cool. But there's no art behind it. Yeah, Robocop was about art. It was like a biblical story. Yeah, yeah, man. And that's what Krusty Two was like. It had this art, artistic vision behind it. Same with Terra Firma Four, like. It had, it had that, that great, great bit, I think it's in Terra Firm 4, where they've got a guy with a jet ski flying down this stream in the desert. desert. And then the dude, dude on a motorbike riding next to him. I think, I think it was in Terra Firm 4. And it was incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know like, like, just just, just crazy, crazy shit. But, but, you know, what kind of metal are you into? What kind of music? Oh man, oh, man. I'm, I'm really, really into, into uh, yeah, yeah, I love, I love Pantera. Pantera. Yeah. Um, you know, you know uh, probably, probably one, one of my one of one my favorite, favorite bands. Um, but, but now I'm, I'm also in this new, new like some, some, some metal, metal that's come out lately called, called uh, Code Orange. They're really good. There's this Australian band called Neo Bliviscaris. Apparently, they got the best crowdfunding a band's ever got to tour the world or something. Really? Yeah. What are they called? 
Neo Obliviscaris. It's, it's hard, hard to. to uh, <laughs> they're from, they're from Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, man. Yeah, yeah, but I love, I love high tension as well. Also, Mashuga, uh, the, the old guys, Fear Factory. Factory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Heaps of stuff, man. Yeah. Metal, Metal is what, what like, like the, the basis, basis of action, action sports. sports. It's, it's so, so rap and stuff, stuff nowadays. nowadays and, like, yeah. and fuck, we're all weird and all like, like yeah, Juice yeah. World, World Trippy Red, Red like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen, I listen to, to Triumph, like, one a d- once, once a day. day. Yeah, 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 really? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah like, music, music has been, been such, such a huge part of, of, of this culture, culture eh? man. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool, man. And it kind of, it was a bit of a shit part of freestyle motocross, I think, in terms of, you know, when they're kind of, people were going a little bit gangster and trying to, you know, like, I love, I love Brian, Brian Deegan and his writing, but when he was crashing other writers and yeah, they yeah, like, like, like wrestling and stuff, and, and yeah, yeah. people had big chains and stuff. And I think that the then you had guys like Robbie Madison who were probably the first of the grinders, I'd say. Yeah, I don't know if that's correct or not. Probably I reckon Nate Adams. Nate Adams, yeah, yeah, Nate Adams is probably like the videos. You remember like the early videos of Nate Adams? Like he was so shit. Like, like mm-hmm. it, was it was crazy how, how fucking good, good he got. Yeah. Like, yeah. he turned into, into the, the destroyer. And then and there's, like, videos of him at, at, at Pastrana's, like, trying, trying to backflip in the mulch. And, and just, just, just fucking working himself, like, over <laughs> and over <laughs> and over. But, yeah, but yeah he, he was, like, the first of the grinder dude that, like, really... Yeah. Yeah. Made happen. And, and Maddo, Maddo was the same. same. Like, yeah. there's, there's guys, guys that you know, you know like, like Maddo, because a lot of them were guys that come, come over, over from motocross. motocross. Yeah, yeah, man. And yeah. Yeah. Like, like, he wasn't a great motocross rider. In, in terms like, like wouldn't, wouldn't have been pro, wouldn't have been able to, yeah. you know, yeah. like race, race supercross professionally and, and win championships. And then, and then they, they went into that, that freestyle lane. But, but like, like, dude, Robbie fucking grinded and changed, and changed the, game the game completely. Like, like exactly. completely changed the game. Nate, Nate Adams, Adams is the same. Imagine, Imagine if like Larry Lynn Kogel grinded. You know what I mean? Like he was, probably grinded in a different way, but... I wonder, wonder what this, 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 this is probably, probably got some old footage, footage of him. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, not, not being, being that good. good. Yeah, yeah, Larry, Larry Kogel was, was a, a weird, weird dude. dude. Like, yeah. He was yeah. just stayed so core forever. forever. Yeah. You know, like, like he, he didn't, didn't want, want to, um, he, he never, never really, really wanted, wanted to change, change which, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, but, man, that's so cool. I tell you, man, I don't, I don't know if you've had him on the show, I don't think so. That, that is, is so, so scary. Oh, oh, so, so fucking, fucking scary. scary. I don't know I don't if you've had, had him on the show. Or, man, man, one, one guy, guy who is extremely underrated is, is that French guy, Tom Pages. Oh, Tom, Tom Pages, yeah. yeah. Dude, he is a freak, freak man. Man, I, I, I can't believe the shit that I see with that guy. He just, he just missed the window. The window. Free freestyle is just not what it used to be. He's just changing the game. Like, you know, just one of those... One of those, those guys, guys leaves, leaves a legacy. legacy. Mm. And it's, and it's not going to be till later on until you find out how good that guy really is. Yeah, yeah true. Right. You know, yeah, his, his bike skills are insane. insane. Like, and, and to, to be, to, to only, only have, have tricks, tricks that only you do, do. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty, pretty gnarly. gnarly. Yeah, that, yeah, that's insane, man. That, 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 that shows real. But then you've got dudes like, you know, that Jimmy Hill guy. Yeah. And he's just as talented in style. Yeah. Have you ever seen Justin Mumford? No. Dude, show that clip, that Justin Mumford clip. 
Milford, Milford sorry. Milford. 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 Um, watch, watch this, this dude, dude. dude. This, this guy is insane. Yeah, yeah, this, this video. video. Yeah, right. This video is hectic, hectic bro. bro. Look, look at the shit, shit this guy does. Oh, oh man, just clearing fences and shit. Oh, I love this shit, man. Wait, wait till, till you see this. this. He, oh, like, like fucked, fucked himself, himself up there, there too. too. Oh, like, like, real bad. Where was his down ramp? Yeah, I don't know. What was he trying to do? Get the shot. I used to live right, like, fucking a kilometre down that road. Man, and that's one, one of the things that got me horny and crusty for was Brian Deegan in Ghetto Man. Oh, yeah. Yo, Ghetto Man, man what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing that motocross race through the street. I was like, man, I want to do that. Fast This is beautifully shot. Yeah, this is really cool. You should definitely watch this. Like, Oh, yeah, it's really, really cool. Oh, wow. Oh, and he's just. Just, just hitting, hitting stairs. stairs. Yeah, yeah, so, so he's, he's like, like really trying to do this, this whole, whole like street, street, you know, you know really, really changing yeah. it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Those, Those steel ramp things are, are big now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. just ripping the back tire on the back there. Yeah. Wall riding. Oh, oh man, wait, this, this, this shit, shit gets hectic. So for those just listening, we're watching Justin Milford. Rod. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's see, see, the, see the, this, this guy is, is so cool because cool he's he probably, he probably does, does flips, but he doesn't need to do a flip, flip right? Yeah, yeah. he just like rides beautifully. Like, like yeah, yeah, look at that. Just so, so much creativity. creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love the, the dual exhaust on the CRF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just looks so sick. They've gone all away from that this year. The, the 21 to the single ones. ones yeah. ah. But this, this dude, dude and like oh, that shit, like, like, so, so he, he can, can still send, send it too. Oh, that's... Oh, you know what we, we need, need to watch, watch dude? After, after this, this, we need, need to watch, watch fucking Slayer 3. 3. Have you seen, seen it? Dude, dude I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen it yet. yet. Oh, we, really? have to, we, we have, have to watch, watch this clip. clip. Yeah, right, okay. Let's just fucking put the music on too and I'll text Dirt Shark and see if we can do it. Not on this one. Oh man, you yeah, yeah. dirt shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that guy rocks. Yeah, he's yeah, he's evolution, evolution, Whoa. Yeah, yeah this, this man, man seen these big um, storm drains in there. Yeah, yeah, that's a river. Yeah. They call all that the LA river. There's, there's, there's a big one, one like that in Melbourne. Melbourne. Is there? Yeah, that's like right. And I've every time I go to the airport, I just picture myself like fucking shredding. We're all standing down, you know. Because it's, it's got, got that, that... It reminds me of John, John Connor in Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, like the, the most, most fucking weird, weird black sound ever in a film. film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that jump, jump on the Harley, Harley like, like I slow-mo it every time I watch it, just to... Look at this, wait. Oh! Bang! I've seen... Heavy yeah, yeah, yeah. that clip before. Yeah, that, oh, that is yeah. Insane. So, dude, this guy's insane. That, that's oh, total creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's watch fucking. Let's, let's watch Slayer like Three. I've been wanting to watch, watch this. this. Let's, let's just play, play the music, music and if, if we, we fucking, fucking get in trouble, trouble, I'll just. Oh uh, yeah, Axel Hodges, man. Turn this so up rip. full screen. Let's fucking go. Yes. I want to watch. So keen. Man, I wish that Corey dude's part. Um, oh yeah, Corey Creed. With, yeah, with the flames and yeah. shit. That was incredible. Turn it down a tiny bit for us, right? Oh, this is cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> PH boy. Just riding with a hoodie. Oh, what? This is sick. So far, he's, sick. He's got his own helicopter. How's PH never doesn't have a cigar? Yeah. <laughs> he is like larger than life, that dude. Yeah, really. These guys are so like, they're so cool and them and doing their own thing, man. It's so sick. Well, see, they put themselves probably through immense stress. Then they have the fun. Yeah. You know, like, you know, they're doing 12 hour days and stuff, but then they get to, oh. I'm excited to see this. Oh, man. What? We're only oh. just talking. Oh. oh my god! Wow, that dude. is huge. Whoa! Fuck. Straight into another one. Holy shit, dude! This is incredible. Oh! Wheel? What? What do they call that? In like a like wheel tap? Wheel tap? Yeah. Sick. I got to get back up. Got to get back up to date with my terminology. On the lingo. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember a can-can. Yeah. Remember, uh, who was the flying Hawaiian? Who was that guy? Uh, Clifford Adepante. I think yeah. he's, he's like dead or in jail or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really? not even joking. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like, was doing like some drug shit. I remember he had the best knack-knacks ever. Yeah. They were like... Dude, they have fucking moved some dirt. Man, yeah. How do you, how is there even this much dirt? It would have costed, would it cost? Would have cost millions just to shift the dirt around, you know? Oh, chase it, QMP. Yeah. <laughs> so this is obviously like Monsters' version of imagination. Oh man! Is this this has all been one shot from a heli so yeah. far? Yeah. Oh. Oh. A wheel stand off a jump. Nothing gets crazier, man. All right. So that was all one shot from a heli. Yeah. That was sick. Oh. Man, this is... Dude, he's stepped it up, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, he goes big, yet creativity, like small shit as well. Yeah. Like, usually you stick to one lane, but he's just doing all the lanes. Yeah, he's all the lanes. Uh, every lane. Yeah. And it's so his style, too. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sounds sick as well. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, what? See, that's some Tom Pages shit right there. That is heavy. It's a big gap. They are big jumps, man. Yeah. Oh, huh. you can't. He is. Oh, what? Oh, does a backflip onto a wheel stand. What you are you up to, Axel? You can't fucking do that. Man. Wait, wait till you see this uh, next couple clips. Yeah, this one. What? Oh. <laughs> Wheel stands all the way up the upper ramp. Does a flip. Dude, oh. dude, dude. Oh, man. That is, that's more than a whip. Yeah. He was like yeah, stopped, what do we call that now? He was just like stopped dead in the air. Fuck. <laughs> love, I love jumps like that. These half pipe, like quarter pipe jumps. Yeah. That would be the scariest thing in the world. Dude, honestly, all the boys say that it's just no joke. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's. Oh. Wow, man. So goddamn beautiful. 
Yeah, this is insane. Man. Wow, dude. Wow. He's still what? Sunset bid. Oh. Wow. Oh, Cali, man. That's one thing it can do is provide a sunset. Yeah. Something about the smog, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what is this little it's crazy that, going on here? So, so California. I've never been in the States, man. So how far out of California is somewhere like this? Is it? This is in California. Wow. This is like. Oh, sorry. Like the like near a city. Oh, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is probably like 45 minutes from San Diego. Wow. Yeah. It's like San Diego is like that's Dude. a huge city. What? Yeah. Oh man, the technical ability. <laughs> that's so <laughs> sick. Oh man, fuck. That's a sick jump too. Yeah, yeah. Oh! What? You can't do that shit. Wow, man. That's... That's the biggest set. That is out of control. How, how scared would you be being a helicopter pilot? <laughs> it's like, I hope I don't mince meet him. Wow. That is... That's unbelievable. That was hectic. I, keep, keep it going. To, yeah, turn that down. I can't believe it. Yeah, that is... That is insane, dude. You know what's gnarly as well? Is the fact that he's the only rider out there. So, all of the stuff that... That he's like, to, so he him hitting that jump, right? Yeah. There's nobody that can hit that for him beforehand. No. That's all on him. That's yeah. up to him to do that. And he's using like the sides of the jumps and just like, just being so creative and shit, just like far out. How does he make it look so easy? Yeah, man. It's so funny too, man. Like, so Axel before, hmm. before, um, I mean, there, there was a point, right, where everybody looked at him like he was just this spoiled, entitled little rich kid yeah. and he had everything that he had. So Ash, his brother, who's Dirt Shark, yeah. he used to work for Monster. He was like the team manager for like yeah. the motorsports dudes. So then here's this kid in the C-Class that's got a, a Monster helmet and everyone's just yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? Like this kid's yeah. not that good, you know? And he had like all the pro circuit gear. So everyone rode off Axel. Yeah as this just entitled little rich kid really and no one fucking liked him and now he has reached this point of complete undeniability yeah it's like him and Tyler Berriman are the fucking dudes they're like the gold standard they're the gnarliest dudes like both of them it's like Red Bull and Monster and then they're pushing that that sport like they've created their own lane within the sport and like that clip there dude that's insane Tyler Berriman is insane, but that that man, that's you can't, as you said before, it's undeniability. Yeah, like you can say all you want, rich kid, whatever. People do it in comedy, man. They're like, 
oh, that guy got that or that. Yeah, he got this because of this. Because he's, yeah, because he's Asian or something. Or she got that because she's a girl or yeah. she's a lesbian. Nah, nah. They're just that good. One way or another, they've grinded. Yeah. And if they're lucky, it'll come undone for them yeah. sooner or later. They're yeah. not going to get to the top. Yeah. Right? Just focus on you. Everyone's had the same opportunities. There's a lot of lesbians. There's a lot of Asian guys. There's a lot of brown guys that haven't got to their status. Yeah. There yeah. is a lot. Yeah. You know, so no. Yeah. People say, oh, he's good because he's good looking. Do you know how many good looking guys I yeah, see yeah, in yeah. comedy yeah. that are, are shit, that get nothing, that, yeah. that quit? Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's 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 so amazing, man. That's the most amazing part. It, I, it's even hard to process uh, how good that is. I love all our tabs here, man. So we've got Jimmy Hill, uh, 1993 CR, Scarus, Metal Band, Shrek Porn, Ari Shafir. We've still got the Shrek Porn. To <laughs> my <open>. website. <laughs> this is, I've ruined your podcast. Sorry, nah. man. It's good to have the last episode. No, nah, we have, we've had, well, we've been, we just hit three hours too. Yeah, we, yeah. um, no, I think this is the full Gypsy Tales experience. We've yeah. got a bunch of weird tabs open. I've learned about some new weird bands. I've looked at Shrek porn. And uh, we've just critiqued maybe one of the best free ride edits uh, that's ever come out. That was fucking hectic. I, yeah, I've got to watch it again. I'm, I, it's, it's just insane. That's just so beautiful. Yeah, they've absolutely killed that. The the Even just like the little, like, because, okay, I loved it because there's only a few flips in it. Yeah. Like, he hasn't gone, oh, yeah, I'll be the first guy to do a triple flip, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's just gone, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do this basic. I'm going to fuck their face with style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Mono into a wheel flip. Yeah. Wheel stand out. You're just like, fuck. Hectic. So beautiful, man. Oh, thank you so much, man. Yeah, well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I'm glad we made it happen. And um, so for everybody listening, uh, where can we listen to your podcast nonsense? Where can we follow? Got any tickets coming up? Anything to plug? Yeah, yeah. Uh, My my website, nickhappy.com, you know. Um, But uh, yeah, I do the Phone Hacks podcast. And for people who, you know, fan of dirt bikes or whatever, it's just uh, Brett and I have got a podcast called Flat Stick where we just talk shit. And I'm doing... Uh, a show in Cairns on Monday. I don't. I think. I don't think this will be released before then. But um, I'm doing. Um, we can plug the dates on our Instagram for you. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Um, but I'm. You know, some other guys running that, so that's fine. Whatever. It's only. Um, yeah, the Laughing Heart Comedy, um, and then uh, yeah, doing Melbourne Comedy Festival, the Tuxedo Traveler show. Sick. So it's all the stories from that show. Yeah, yeah it should be fun, man. Real, real. It's. I'm only doing for, for five nights, so yeah, yep. yeah. I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Hopefully, I, can, I would. I'd like to go to Melbourne Comedy Festival this year. Man, it's a lot of fun. I probably wouldn't go this year because uh, you never know it. what's going to happen. Yeah, it'd and be man, weird. the uh, yeah, it, there's no internationals and things like that, which is good. Good, like there's heaps of Australians that are good, but yeah, I think wait till the the vibes because it is loose as really yeah 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 outside yeah yeah but yeah come on down yeah by all means yes sweet well mate thanks very much and uh, we'll get you on again at some point yeah yeah thank you mate thank you unreal thanks mate oh no worries man that was awesome got the full full uh, gypsy